Yes. It is that time again, fellas. Okay. 20-year anniversary? Yes. No, actually, no. This is a nice little Valentine's Day song, I feel. Okay. To commemorate this horseshit day where (laughs) all you men got to go out there, buy presents, buy flowers, buy chocolate. So it's like a bonus birthday for women. Yeah. (laughs) And go home and get the same ass you've been getting for 20 30 years, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go out and hustle and try to get something different. Yes. And it's then fun. we get home and be like, yay, more sex. <laughs> yay, lingerie. It's funny, too, man, because I went to HEB last night and I saw people scrambling. <laughs> <laughs> they was making that last minute push yeah. to get a bunch. I saw a cop in there. Yeah. <laughs> this man protects and serves the city. And even he got to go out and get his girl some yeah. chocolates and flowers just so yeah. she'll be happy on The car Valentine's session day. be off the chain on Valentine's <laughs> Day or the day before. Like, have you been in the Walgreens yes. during the Valentine's Day? Psh, man. It Talk was, about hassle. Yeah, man. It, it's it's rough. It's rough for fellas, man. I, I don't think we really get the appreciation we deserve sometimes, man. I know. I know. It's, it's, the, it's the women era. But get, if, if you wouldn't, I don't know if you have any female listeners, do we? <laughs> so I think I'm preaching to the choir. Yeah. But for if any females are listening and you had your man go out in the middle of the night at HEB in Seabrook, <laughs> <laughs> is make sure to give him a little something extra. You know, really appreciate Yay, him. <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes, that, that's some uh, color me bad off of love, classic, classic little color me bad. Yes, what, whatever happened to them? I don't want to say what happened to them because clearly they were one hit wonders, really. But what happened to groups like that? That was man? that era though, where everybody's trying to find that um, type of group. Yeah, I guess like the um, what the what's the group Bobby Brown was in? New edition. Yeah, everybody trying to find that new edition. That basically that. That uh, new jack swing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's funny for what what passed is like a badass looking group, dog. Back in the nineties, yeah. because look at this picture. Of, <laughs> if you look at any picture, color me bad. They look the softest dudes you've ever seen, man. But they look they're trying to portray that hard image. They got bad with two D's in the title. <laughs> 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 Were people actually fooled by this, or I, I want to know? I, I don't know. Nineties was a weird de- decade, man. A lot of because the street stuff was coming in, but it was like very toned down street. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, they do look kind of crazy though. <laughs> <laughs> you it's got a, the dude that look like Johnny Bravo, the cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, and it was a, a whole multicultural mix in this yes. group. A black yes. guy, a Puerto Rican looking guy, <laughs> a white guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Color Me Bad, by the way. <laughs> Classic group. But um we are on welcome to a special, special Valentine's Day edition of the Gems and Juice <laughs> Podcast. This is the quiet storm voice again. <laughs> yeah. You know. And uh we are back at it. I'm your man Ryan Rocket, joined as always by my man. The man himself, fresh in his Cleveland brown jacket that I'm surprised man. he's proud enough to even wear this, still. This the only <laughs> this the only jacket I got. This the only light jacket I got. Oh, is it? Because outside of this, I got a hoodie. 
Oh, okay. So it's like you gotta rep it no matter what, huh? Yeah, man. I wore this um, jacket during the zero and sixteen season, which was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the one time I wore it, I was on a, uh, I was working an event, and um, it was an event with Seth Payne. He was there was broadcast live from. Mm-hmm. I think it was at a Kalachi factory, and I got cold, so I grabbed this jacket, put it on, and the face he made when I had this jacket on, he was like, "You're wearing a Browns jacket." And this was before he knew I was Ashley from Cleveland and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, he was like, "You're wearing a Browns jacket." <laughs> like I was, I was just like, "Man, I was so embarrassed." Like I said, that was that oh and six. I think, I think that was the year they went one and fifteen. Oh, and then see. the next year they went zero and sixteen. Damn. So it, you should you should buy two team jackets, man, and rep whoever's doing better at the time. <laughs> you can rep the Texans when they up and the Browns when they up. So yeah, yeah, double got, down, man. Yeah, I got some Texans gear. I got a lot of Houston gear now. I'm mm-hmm. stepping my gear up. So how you been, man? Were you guilted into falling into the societal pressures of buying your wife? Who should love you regardless? Yeah. Were you pressured into buying her something for Valentine's Day and doing the goofy stuff? I wasn't really pressured this year. Uh, she said a couple weeks ago, like, ah, we ain't got to worry about that stuff. We, you know, we overspent, so we need to stack and save type of thing. But um, earlier she sent me a text pretty much saying, ah, my coworkers got all these gifts and flowers. I was the only one that didn't get anything. <laughs> so I felt like crap. You I was like, damn, known I should have at, at least got something. But That's cold. That's cold. I know, man. The, the, the fact that she put, I mean, she told you. Because that's the thing. Women play that game sometimes, man, where they tell you not to get in something. Yeah. And then they get in that. You don't get something. Yeah. This wasn't one of those times, though. You could at least just say, don't get me nothing big. Yeah. And be like, okay, we'll still get you something. It just won't be extravagant. Or y'all should just know to just get something regardless. Um, so we are joined again by the lovely Jasmine, who Hello. is making a great sacrifice to join us today. Not necessarily. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> nah. Okay. Okay. So, did you have any Valentine's Day plans? Nah, not at all. Next subject. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay, okay, no, okay, okay. I, I think it was kind of funny. <laughs> yes, it was. I, we got to pull back the curtain a little bit. <laughs> Jasmine sent us a text in the uh, in the group chat, pretty much saying, "Hey, are you guys? Did you guys want to record Friday, or did you want to do Saturday or Thursday?" And I was think the first thing I thought about was what's uh, what's happening Friday, and I forgot it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I'm like, oh okay. And the first thing Ryan said, oh you got a date? No, I knew she did. I knew yeah. she did. I we- didn't though. So I'm here. Okay, okay, okay. We'll make that nigga wait regardless, Jasmine. It's gonna be worth it no matter what. It's all good. <laughs> it, it didn't feel like a Valentine's Day though type of week. Usually I feel like people pumping up up, up until the day. But um, it just seemed like a regular day for some reason. It's it's like up until somebody bring it up, then it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I was on social media a lot today because I was bored at work. Mm-hmm. So it felt like it to me, I guess. And also, I think it feels different when you're single. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> When you're single, be. you notice it a lot more, I feel. When you're uh, yeah. in a relationship, you don't really, it feels like any other day. Yeah, that, that maybe that's why I feel like it's any other day. Probably. Because it's kind of normal. Thirsty like us niggas out here. <laughs> looking at everybody else cuffed up. All of our <laughs> e-crushes, all our Instagram honeys out here posting their gifts. Yeah. Made me sick. But anyway, there were a few Valentine's Day uh, music releases today. I didn't hear most of them. 
<laughs> but we have music from A Boogie with the Hoodie, Wiz <laughs> Khalifa, Fetty Wap, uh, who I ain't heard from in a long time, Tame mm-hmm. Impala, and Kalani and YG. Is that a uh, song or uh, album? It's a song. Okay. Taylor released a single. Okay. Um, let's start with A Boogie with the Hoodie, uh, Figgy and Jasmine. I know you heard this a little bit. Um, so what's going on with this dude, man? <laughs> is the music still popping? I like this. This is my favorite album out of all of his that I've bothered to listen to mm. um, in its entirety. I thought it was good. I, I appreciated the variety of the songs. So, um, yeah, I liked it. I thought it I thought it was a good, good, cohesive album, at least. And it wasn't too long. It was it was 59 minutes. So still a little less than an hour. But I think all the um, all the uh, features that he had, they were pretty appropriate. They they served the album justice, at least. OK. OK. Figgy, does he still sound like Dej Loaf? Um, his first, I, I want to say the first couple tracks, the first two tracks, it was kind of like, oh man, here we go again. The same old, you know, same old days, little flow. But as the album went on, he had different type of flows. Mm-hmm. He, um, I, I was really surprised at the production. He had a song called, um, I think with my guitar or something like that. And it kind of gave you that et set sets type of feel. He was kind of uh, he kind of had that type of flow, and um, I was really impressed with it, man. I didn't okay. get through the whole album, but um, it was very to me. It was very diverse. It wasn't the same old days, low flow. So okay. um, I think he probably it's probably fair to say he got over that. But um, I think it's solid so far. I I got through the first seven songs so far, but um, I didn't really skip anything. So I th- I think it's pretty solid. Okay. Or at least the first half of it. So is A Boogie the biggest case of just swagger jacking in the history of rap? Because we're going to talk about Drake <laughs> in a little bit. But has anybody ever taken one song and made a, of somebody else's song and made an entire career out of it? Like a, I kind of feel like A Boogie has. What, get, what get are you examples. referring to? So a, a boogie made a whole lot of songs that sounded like Dej Lope Try Me. I feel. Am I mistaken in that interpretation? Uh I would say he probably had that same style. Maybe the Try Me song, but I don't feel like he made his whole career uh career off of Jack and only her. Okay. I felt maybe I mean it's a it's an argument to say maybe when he, you know, first started, but I feel like he kinda branched away from that eventually okay i don't know that he stole that sound i think like i like him and rowdy together i like a lot of songs that they have together and i feel like rowdy has perfected the sound that a boogie started with but i don't know i can't pinpoint where a boogie got that sound from i don't okay. think it was dej low i could be wrong but when i first heard a boogie i noticed he sounded a lot like dej low but i do think he um I agree with you on that. I do think he kind of put her out of business. Yes. Because we haven't heard anything from her. Nah. But, um, I mean, it could be other things, but I do think he he um, did, I don't want to say chat the style, but he was pretty much using that same style yes. and was doing it better. So, um, yeah, but I think he kind of stepped away from that. He, he didn't hammer that style on and on and on and on. I, I do think he started with it, but. He eventually moved on from it. Oh, and uh, if you listen to this album, he got a lot of songs that 
sound nothing like that. Okay. So, um, yeah, I like the album so far. I'll check it out, man. It's called Artist 2.0, for those who don't know, and I didn't know. But <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Give him another chance, man, because I ain't heard from him in a while. Uh, what else we listen to this week? Uh, Tame Impala. We gonna, we gonna switch gears and get kinda, on some white boy stuff. I, I, I ain't know you liked them that much to listen to the, no, I to do. Album. I do. And I was looking forward to it. They dropped a single a few months ago. Yeah. They hadn't recorded an album. Well, I keep saying they. I, I learned today that it was only one person. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a group. I thought so too. But mm. I looked it up and they're only credited as one person. Mm. Something Parker. I forget his name now. So I wow. can tell how big of a fan I am. It sounds like a group. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I like the music, but I don't even know what the person looked like. He he's a typical. He kind of looks like Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Or Leto, however you say his name. He kind of mm. remind me of that dude. Uh dingy looking kind of homeless white guy. But um so he dropped his new album. Uh The Slow Rush. It's the first one since the uh big Currents album. That came out in 2015. I heard this album. You know, it's pretty. I like it. I don't know how to really rate this. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't got to break every yeah, single no, we thing definitely down. Not. But, but I, I was thinking when I heard this, I was thinking like how differently we grade rap from other, uh, from other genres because yeah. in rap we 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 rate so much lyrics. Like we we really break things down, but when it's something like this, I was just thinking, well, it sounds good to me. Yeah, I didn't have any like big critical takeaways from it. I didn't say, oh, this bar sounded whack or anything like that. Yeah, it was very much like it sounded good to me. Yeah, I didn't think it was as good as their last album, of course, because that album was huge. Yeah, but it sounded good to me, man. It sounded like some good music to do mushrooms with and go <laughs> on a lake and just trip out. What'd you think, man? I, I agree. I think it sounded good. Um, I was, um, I, I started listening to them. I got hip to, I keep saying them. I got hip to Tame Impala from um, Pandora. Mm-hmm. So I used to play random stuff on Pandora, and they, he keep popping up. So I'm like, let me check it out. So um, I checked it out. The one song that Rihanna jacked. Yeah. I thought that was a dope song. They got a lot of good stuff. A lot of good. I keep saying they. But Tame and Polly got a <laughs> lot of good beats. And um, that's the one thing that kind of trapped me to um, Tame and Polly. But okay. this album is pretty good so far. I ain't get through the whole thing either, but it's it's really good. I, I That's the one thing I love. Every time I listen to the, that album or any of uh, uh, Tame Impala albums, it made me want to rap over it. Yeah, those are the good type of beats that um, you will be a dog if you can rap really spit over that. So um, I really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, enjoy it. And he's worked with hip hop artists, of course, Rihanna, but he also worked with Travis Scott. Um, worked yeah. with SZA. He was in like, that documentary, the uh, Travis Scott documentary, mm-hmm. the uh, Tame Impala. He's yeah. in the studio and stuff. So, yeah, he already has a hip-hop connection, and he definitely has that kind of ear for beats. So I enjoy the album, man. I'm trying to hear it as much as I can now before I hear all these songs and commercials and movies and start hating it. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out if you want something different. Uh, Very cool little psychedelic trap signing album. So I I liked it. Um, We also had a single with Kalani and YG. Is this their first single they've made together? Uh, I think think so i okay. believe so it's called conclusions uh jasmine what you think about this song uh i liked it i 
obviously it was um, addressing all the dating rumors and different things that happened as far as him cheating on her and like all of the allegations. But I thought it was a cute song. It was a song I would listen to other than just today. But I thought it was very cliche of them to drop it today. So Valentine's Day. I'm kind of yeah. surprised Big Sean and Janae didn't drop a song today. Mm. <laughs> I ain't thinking I about that. I kind of expected them to. So um, I haven't heard this song yet, but um, do you think they have an album coming or some type of project coming? I don't know. It would be dope if they had something coming. I Kalani would, and YG. Yeah, I can see it. It don't have to be a full length album. It could be some like a little four track EP or something like that. I think mm. that would be. I think that would be dope. Okay. Well, Kalani's going on tour with Justin Bieber, so I think that a lot of her music that's coming out is just gearing up for that tour. I don't think they necessarily about to put a project out together because it just mm. wouldn't make sense for her, what she has planned at least. Mm. Does she have any new music to perform with Justin Bieber? Um, She has. A, she dropped a track before this single, so that's why I think, if anything, it would be the this song would go on maybe her album or her project more so than they doing a combined album right now. Okay. It just doesn't make sense for what she has going on. Okay. How do y'all feel about couples making music together like this? Corny. Because we can uh now we can look back at the whole Meek and Nicki song. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a pretty good song. Really? To me it was. And it's like wasted now. Because they not even together. They was kinda lovey dovey on the song. He got Chris Brown singing his ass off on the hook. I can't think. Well, I don't even remember that song, honestly, but I've hated was every. The realest. I was the realest. I've hated pretty much every Beyonce and Jay-Z song they've done together, including mm-hmm. the whole album. Mm. Um, I can't think of one where I didn't think it was corny, man. I don't know why. I will say the um the one that was on Jay-Z album, the, um, shoot, what was the song, um, Beyonce was on the hook, uh, on the run too. On oh, the run yeah, too was yeah, a good song. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like it when she's on the hooks. Yeah, that was but that was a good song. It's just for some reason, <laughs> it, knowing they're a couple in real life makes it corny to me, man. Really? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Like if the baby and Meg The Stallion started dating, even if the songs were fire, like it would make it feel corny to me for some reason <laughs> that they're actually would, in love making music <laughs> together. Ugh. I would like to see. Um, I wonder how it feels to be working with your wife, who's another artist too. Like just the whole studio vibe. (laughs) Now, I mean, just think about Jay Z and Beyonce in the studio. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder how. I I would love to see. I'd love to be a fly on the wall just to see how they work. And then, like, wait a minute, let me go get Blue real quick. Blue, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Go get go get your mother some um, Fiji water real quick. I feel like Beyonce's productions are like a machine operating, like a Amazon warehouse or something. It's like a bunch of people in the studio and everybody has their role. Somebody writing, somebody's <laughs> <laughs> like everybody is just a well-oiled machine. And Jay-Z probably just come in here to beat a couple times and write his lyrics and he done. He probably leaves Man. and takes care of the kids while Beyonce's still there perfecting her lyrics. Man. So, but yeah, that is interesting. How, like, I would how, love this. Yeah. How, how do you tell somebody a bar sounded whack if that's your boyfriend or girlfriend? Like, uh, you got to yeah. fix that line real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would like to think that whoever, especially people marry, you have an honest relationship yeah. as yeah. to where you can say stuff like that and you wouldn't be offended by it. Yeah, you Beyonce, just fix it. Yeah, Beyonce and Jay got to be honest with each other. Yeah, I'm sure true. they kind of like, nah, be saying like this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, um, 
uh, Big Sean and uh, Janae. I would like to see that. Yeah. Like, you think they'd be kind of like cuddled up in the studio? Yes, yes. The whole time, and then he writing his raps <laughs> with his arm around there or something the like that. The engineer just disgusted. He kind of just sitting there like this. They take a <laughs> she, break to make she out. She actually in the booth with him while he rapping. <laughs> Doing his ad libs right next to him. Oh, man. Yeah. I would like to see that, though. That would be hilarious to see. <laughs> Uh, is anything else? Oh, a Justin Bieber album came yeah, out. Yeah, I was about to say. Speaking Kinda of Justin came Bieber, came and went. Yeah. Um, so what? What's going on with Justin Bieber, man? I feel like he was forced by gunpoint to make this album. Just <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering his general demeanor, the way he kind of seems disinterested. I saw a clip of him dancing next to a green screen. He looked lifeless. His look <laughs> with the fucking. As uh, what's his name? Who Fred Davis said the pedo mustache that he got going on now. He looked homeless. Man. Like his general image is just like he looks real sick almost. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's really into the music right now, and it looks like he's being forced by the label to put out this new album. I don't, I don't feel any creativity coming out of it. And the single sucked too. It was terrible. That yeah. yummy bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even being Roddy Rich. <laughs> So what what do y'all think is going on with Justin Bieber? Is he okay? I, I, oh, go ahead. I I don't know. I don't get necessarily the vibe that he's being forced. I I do think that he's just not. He's still got support of his fans. Like just because we don't care for him doesn't mean he's not still popping. People were checking for this album, and people are, that I know that are actually Believer fans liked it. So okay. I I don't like his look right now, but I don't think that he I don't believe that he was forced to do this. I think he still enjoys making music. Okay. I didn't bother to listen to it though. What about uh, you, Figgy? I think I hate to say it, but I think he kind of washed now. Oh, if he not washed, I think he on the borderline. I think he on the borderline of being a washed artist. He's still one of the biggest artists, but. It was already a red flag, and no disrespect to Roddy Rich, but it was already a red flag that he lost out to Roddy Rich. Somebody that a lot of people on social media. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people (laughs) knew who that was, too. Uh, Like I said, no disrespect to Roddy Rich. Yeah, because that song jams. Yeah, but Justin, like an artist like Justin Bieber, who was one of the biggest artists probably of the decade, one of the biggest artists, lost out to that, that number one spot. I think um, that was a bit of a red flag. And then the other thing is, like you said, he seemed kind of, he seemed, I ain't going to say he seemed disinterested, but he seemed like he in a different space. Remember, he was going to church. He was, uh, I think he got married too. Yeah, he did. He's, yeah, it been a minute since he was really, really, really into the music thing. But um, he seemed like he kind of changed his life a little bit. But now that he dropped this album, he dropped the single and dropped the album. It seemed like it's the same old beeps that was around 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, his appearance don't look like that same beeps and it don't really match up to the music. It'd be one thing if he had a guitar, it was a whole acoustics type of album or something yeah. like that, or where he took a different approach, but it's still that poppy. Let me get this pop single Bieber. And, um, I don't know. It just don't match up with what he's, what his appearance is now. And um, honestly, I have, I, w- I think I might have told y'all this, but I went to a Justin Bieber show oh, one wow. time. 
Yeah, back in Cleveland. And, um, I got the tickets for free, so I won. Yeah, you got to explain it, man. <laughs> hey, just to let y'all know. You disclaimer. I just, got them for free, damn it. Yeah, I, I did not buy these tickets. <laughs> but uh, I went to the concert. I forgot who opened up for him. But um, Justin Bieber performed, but... He's he kind of seemed disinterested. Yeah, I, I at at the time I was thinking maybe he just took a night off because it's Cleveland and he kind of half assed it, but he really wasn't that interested. Then mm-hmm. it was it was a little irritating because you know how people perform. You got people like Usher who talk to the crowd yeah. and hype up the crowd, all that stuff. He was just performing the songs, and you know he would dance a little bit, but. He really ain't do much. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of artists will be like, hey, where are my so-and-so at? And try mm-hmm. to get a crowd reaction. But he was just performing. He was just walking around performing. Yeah, I don't really see a difference in Justin Bieber now than him back in the day. Like his demeanor and his like, um, I've never seen him live, but just like his presence on the internet, it seems the same to me. Like it doesn't, I don't really see much change i don't think that he packed a lot of energy back then i think that people just loved him and made him big and made him a sensation because of you know youtube and what he came from but i never really thought he was he wasn't he didn't have chris brown energy he ain't never had chris brown energy (laughs) to begin with so like this is now he's just older yeah i always felt like justin bieber kind of had contempt for his own fan base like, I really kind of feel like he didn't like most of the believers. Really? When you see, there's like compilations of him, like basically ignoring his fans or they give him a gift. He throws it out the car, like doing shit that you could tell he's sick of these people, man. And I think it's the fact that he's been famous for so long. He's probably been famous longer than he hasn't been famous at this point. Because when mm. he come out, like, oh, four, when did baby, oh, five. Baby come out? Uh, it's, it wasn't that. It had to be maybe. Maybe 06, 07. Yeah. It was YouTube era. So I th- yeah. want to say like 06 or 07. Yeah. But he's been famous for so long, man. Over a decade. So. Maybe it's a thing where he trying to get rid of that whole kitty artist. Because I, f- I feel like everybody go through that kitty artist stage. Yeah. I mean, even you, we can look at Soldier Boy. Remember, Soldier Boy was considered one of the YouTube kitty artists mm-hmm. that do the you know Soldier Boy dance and all that stuff. And then remember, it was a point in time where he just start doing trap shit, and people were like, oh, look at Soldier Boy trying to be tough, try to do all this other stuff, <laughs> doing songs with Gucci Man and all this other stuff. But uh, I felt like maybe Justin is going through that stage where he trying to, you know, image wise trying to. You know, get rid of the believers and all this other stuff. It could be, but I think if he was trying to do that, he would make music that sounded different. And, and see, that's why I kind of agree with you. Where I feel like he, maybe he is forced by a label to put out, you know, a we, certain need, sound. we need a, we need a hit, yeah, type of thing. Not necessarily a certain sound, but hey, we need we need some hit songs. So maybe make this yummy song, yeah, with put some eight oh eights in there. <laughs> You know, this was hot the right video now. And do all this shit. Let's do the yummy challenge. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it, that could be it. That plus he's gotten married. Um, if you read the interviews with him, he's been like turned his life around and all this shit, and he's supposedly cleaned up from doing all the drugs he'd been doing. And I think he has some kind of condition too, some kind of medical condition. I forget what it's called, Lyme disease or something. Lyme disease. Yeah. 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 So maybe he's just—I don't know. He's been gone through some changes, but. 
he, he sh- yeah. I mean, if he's um, pressured by the label to make a hit song, then I guess ain't nothing we can yeah really do about it. Yeah. But I Kick would like there. I would like Justin to step out of his box and do something different, man. Like I want I don't want him to rap or nothing, but maybe go a different route. You see, Miley Cyrus, she went a different route after yeah. her. Her little hip hop face. Work and she coming back. It didn't, yeah, it didn't work. But I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> just I feel like Justin got enough um, fans where they will probably enjoy it. Speaking maybe. of which, I don't think we ever talked about this because we have more to talk about. But we got a light load today. So speaking of Molly Cyrus and her comments on hip hop back when she <laughs> left hip hop to try to be a real artist, try to it, really sing. She basically criticized hip hop. Billie Eilish, who I just recently learned thanks to Brandon Scott, friend of the show, mm-hmm. I got to pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. Eilish. What was we saying? I was saying Eilish. Eilish, yeah. okay. Eilish, but it is okay. Eilish apparently. So Billie Eilish has some comments about hip hop. She basically said that everybody lies and rap. And they're talking about all the AKs they got and all the girls they got and all the bitches they got. But he, she knows in real life and they ain't got stuff like that. So they're lying. She thinks hip hop is full of liars and all this shit. Breaking news. Right? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> so, wow, I didn't know that. I, I was I was torn when she said this because I, on one hand, she's right. But on the other hand, who the fuck are you <laughs> <laughs> to criticize rap? When you just got to the scene and you ain't even in the culture like that, like I, I, I was very torn. People, people got mad at her and they said she's being a culture vulture. And who is she to describe rapper, speak for rapper, do anything like that? What was y'all's take on that whole thing? Uh, you were actually informing me of it. I saw an article pop up on my phone, but I hadn't bothered to read it to see like what she said. I think that's interesting. Um, I think she is kind of involved in the culture more so than she is. Um, her. More than more so than she displays in her music, like her style, sense of style, the type of yeah, she dressed like she on a hype Williams video in two thousand two. Well, like, and she I've seen her wear Jordans, like, like I think that she is educated in the culture, but because she's her the music she makes doesn't like correlate to it. Then we look at her, at her like, what? Who is she to say these things? But at the same time, I think pop is equally the same. I think the genre that she is, they equally lie too. They yeah, don't even sure. write their music, some yeah. of them. So I, I just, I found it, I find that a hot take. Like just, I can see the culture vulture um, comments because, like, if we speaking about music in general, some people, honestly, like a lot, all genres have people that don't even live out their lyrics. So, she, rap isn't. She's one to talk. I agree. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't really think of it uh, from that point of view. I thought of it more of um, how it is people that really live what they rap about now. Yeah, you could argue about that back in the nineties. You know, some pe- you know you had some people get exposed and stuff like that. But now I feel like this the one era where you know try one of these young trap rappers. They don't mind doing the lifetime sentence to, <laughs> you know, For to clout. live what they rap. Yeah, yep. they long as they get Instagram from jail. <laughs> you know what I mean, so I felt like she was kind of wrong on that. I don't, I wouldn't say hip hop overall is just f- fake and all these guns and stuff. Yeah, we got some of the people that do talk about it, but I feel like now it's more people that's willing to do that. It's people about that life. That's why. Uh, remember back in the two thousands where. 
we used to talk about people who wear tight pants and oh they soft and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But now, like I wouldn't dare talk about a young thug if he wear a dress. No, no. Now, I mean, you mm-hmm. can't you can't sit there and call that man gay for wearing a dress. He might kill. He so probably what, kill he you. He put the crack in his crack. <laughs> Yeah, kill you that's, what that's what I'm saying. I, like you can't sit there and say, "Oh man, no, those dudes soft. Those dudes this. Those dudes that." Like they don't mind, yeah, they you don't know, taking one for the team, man. So <laughs> they got some shooters, man. So yeah. I wouldn't, you know, maybe in the 2000s I would be like, "Yeah, you know, everybody fake and all this other stuff." But nah, I think it's some real people that. You know, that do carry those AKs and stuff like that. We seen Young Thug and Game beefing over uh, Instagram. With them dicks out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a slang. Oh, my God. That is a slang for yes. um, guns. Meet me there. Right there. Beat me there. Man. You got them dicks, too. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've never heard that be used before or since. Me Young either. Thug caught a, a, a gun clip a dick. Me either. <laughs> yeah. I haven't either. But I wouldn't dare try to tell that man. Oh, hell you no, know, nah, man. Yeah, he run up is. on you. He, he got people. <laughs> like, bro, oh, okay. It's a dick. It's a dick. All right. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and to the, the uh, full quote I just saw right now by Billie Eilish is, she said, it's like I got my AK-47 and I'm fucking, I'm like, what? You don't have a gun, and all my bitches, I'm like, which bitches? So these are people that she apparently knows. And, yeah, I agree to your point, Figgy, that there are more, I think, more people who are about it in this younger era, at least. But at the same time, she is right about, you know, a lot of it is, is fairy tales, the, man. The part she in is probably more fairy yeah. tale. Yeah. But, but she... To call out hip-hop and say, hey, this is all, you know, fake type of thing. Yeah. I think that's... I think it's a little loose to say. And I'm... I gotta say, man, I'm sick of this girl. <laughs> I'm Why? completely sick of her already. What does she do? The whole Other than this comment. Like, everything she does becomes like, who, can you believe this 18-year-old, her favorite movie? came out in 2004 don't you feel old now <laughs> Ooh, here's what Billie Eilish had to say about the Eminem performance look at this face she made dog who stay your lane you just got into music yeah you got five Grammys you ain't shit to your second album yeah. I don't want to hear no hot takes from no <laughs> artist who just had one hot album and is an industry plant and got the industry push to get all these Grammys that she ain't deserve yeah I don't want to hear her opinion on shit, honestly. <laughs> like, just chill out, do your thing, make music, wear your baggy-ass clothes, and just leave hip-hop alone. Yeah. Talk about pop music. That's what you make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my rant for the day. I, I feel you, man. <laughs> I'm just sick of her, man. Like, this, <laughs> everybody act like we should care what she says because she's 18 years old, and she don't know shit, man. She don't know shit about the industry. She don't know shit. Uh, just makes me annoyed maybe an old man take i know so is this coming from like twitter or just um blogs and stuff because maybe the blogs just might have a um i guess the label might be in the blogs pockets or something where they yeah i think that's exactly the case yeah send this out so they pumping it up because me personally i really don't care for I can't even name a song she got bad guy everybody knows bad guy okay Yeah. yeah i wasn't crazy about it like that where I'm like oh my god like, but maybe it's more of a label thing where they saying hey no definitely yeah put put this article out or something like that I think 
like thinking that thinking about it now, I think some of her comments that she's making is towards the newer rappers anyways, in which Ryan you don't relate to. <laughs> so like I think that like yeah, she just has a perspective of these up and coming rappers like like I don't, I'm not gonna name no names, but like you know the rappers, the rap that we honestly us three don't even listen to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can see those comments being rel- like you know relative. Sorry, my headphones are. It sounds like I'm going in and out. No, you good, you good, you good. But yeah, you good uh, yeah, no, I can see why her col- comments may be relevant and depending on who she's making them for, like she's who she's observing. Yeah. I didn't want to say that name <laughs> because I really think he's a musical. He, I think he's great. Yeah, but he um, really crack no seal. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I could see her referring to him or referring hmm. to you know some of the younger artists that she that are in her class. I guess, but I still don't want to hear her say shit, honestly. <laughs> like, I just don't care. The whole thing about, oh, she didn't know who Bon Jovi was. Like, all this stuff. Like, I just don't care about her opinion I think on things, a, man. We need to be at the point where a lot of these kids probably shouldn't know who these people are. No, definitely they should Because I'm, early on, it was, you know, of course, we bashing people for not knowing Tupac songs yeah. and stuff like that. But we in, the, we in 2020. He died in 96. And most of their mothers probably was born, what, maybe, let's say, 90, or say, yeah, let's say, like, maybe 90, 92, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very possible that some of these kids who was born in the 2000s don't know Tupac music like that. If you, Especially if you're in an interview and you say, hey, name five Tupac songs. Of course, they probably don't really listen to it. I, I, I'm of two minds there, man. I agree. Number one, I had no problem with Billie Eilish not knowing who Bon Jovi was or whatever. She don't really make rock music, so it's not like she had to study that shit, you know. Mm -hmm. But I do have a problem with the rappers who say they don't know, they can't name a Tupac song, they don't know Biggie, they don't know these classic... You you need to know that. I don't care how old you are. You need to know that part, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, I know so many singers that died before I was even born. You know, yeah. who the fuck don't know Otis Redding? Yeah. Who the fuck don't know all these people who uh, died when we were very young? Like, it's not a, a prize to be ignorant. And I think a lot of rappers think it's cool to be, you know, I, I don't know who the fuck Tupac is. Tupac overrated. Tupac whack. Yeah. Biggie whack. I can't name one Biggie song. It's not cool to be ignorant about shit like that, especially when you a rapper. Yeah. But see, um, to argue that point. I feel like that has something to do with the parents too, what the yeah. parents listen to. Because I'm sure your parents listen to Otis Redding at some point. If these parents only listen to shit from the nineties or whatever, and they pretty much going with with the time, because my parents pretty much stayed in the sixties, seventies, and some eighties. So um they really I ain't I ain't really know a lot of hip hop from my parents. I got that from my brother in law. So um that's how I know a lot of old stuff. But um, some of these parents, man, you got some of these parents that's growing up on Gucci now. You know what I mean? So that's all they play. So um, they're not playing Tupac. Yeah. They're not playing Biggie. So, um, you know, like you said, I I do think it's a responsibility for these rappers who want to be in hip-hop to to at least listen to Tupac. You can have your opinion about them, but at least listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen to the people who came because I still do it now. I still go back and listen to stuff that I haven't heard. So um, I think it's only right if you want to be in music that you should at least um, listen to the people who paved the way. I agree. 
And if you don't fuck with them, at least don't be ignorant and try to you diss them for clickbait. Yeah. yeah, it's it's cool to say, uh, you know, he had a couple songs or, you know, I I like this person more. I yeah. relate. But people saying he whack. Like, no, yeah. you can't say Tupac is whack. Play it out, man. Yeah. I'm glad we got out that era. I think we're finally out that because I haven't heard anybody say shit like that in a while. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to eventually come back. Um, Maybe not this. De- maybe so this decade, but. I think it's gonna be a time where people start praising more of the old school rappers. Yeah, I think more so too. Where it's gonna be a thing like, oh yeah, let me sample this Tupac song. Yeah, I think that's I think it's coming. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, people gonna be naming albums "All Eyes on Me" and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean Megan Thee Stallion got one out now. So and the yeah. YG and Kalani song has Tupac references in it. I mean they both from Cali, but. It ha- definitely has some references in it. Oh, okay. yeah, it's the, yeah. yeah, it's definitely going to be a thing where people are going to be doing that. I'm waiting for it, man, because I'm tired of this. I think we finally got past that uh, that low pump fucking era of people who man. are just proud to be ignorant and rapping. Um, <laughs> So without further ado, let's get into the topics of this week. Um, now, to follow up, one of our biggest conversations from last podcast there's been a new, a few new developments in the Gail King, Snoop Dogg, Kobe Bryant, Lisa Leslie saga. We oh, talked about yeah. it extensively. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got to give you props, man. You, what you said was pretty good. I oh. listened back to it. I'm like, man, that was probably the most um, understanding thing I heard because I listened to other podcasts and it. You could tell they was just straight up ignorant, like man, she need, <laughs> like I don't understand her. She need to go, all this other stuff. So I felt like um, us as a podcast did a good job breaking yes. that down respectfully yeah. and not, you know, calling her um, doll face biatch and all this other stuff. Yeah, everybody, and we talked about this on the ESG thing too. Like every people just are reactionary now, man. Nobody yeah. wants to even do the time to watch something that's five minutes long. Yeah. Everybody see a clip, they want to react, and usually the reaction is is made to make you angry. Yeah. So like we 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 laid the blame with CBS, at least I did. I yeah. think they're more to blame than anybody here. And a few people after further, I guess, either introspection or they got a call. They hit that moonwalk. Yes. <laughs> a few people have walked back, uh, most famously Snoop Dogg. Um, he made a comment. It's funny because if you check this video out, he's wearing like the same head wrap he was wearing in the first. (laughs) He looks exactly the same as he did when he made the first video, but he did make a video apologizing and let's play that audio real quick. Coming at you live and direct with a message. Two wrongs don't make no right. When you're wrong, so with that being said, Gail King, I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions, me being angry at questions that you asked, um, overreacted. I should have handled it way different than that. Uh, I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me, so I want to let them know that. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. I apologize, 
Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Have a good day. So, um, yeah. That well is, said. Well said. I think it is so well said, <laughs> it sounded damn near scripted, like... I publicly tore you down in derogatory manner. I was about manner. to say, it sounded like somebody's <laughs> making them say that. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was also another apology. We didn't even talk about Ari Lennox. But apparently... I didn't hear what she said, yeah. Apparently, she got on IG Live and tore down Gail King and Oprah in a similar manner. She had the same reaction that Snoop did, basically. She called them some self-hating pieces of shit fuck asses. Damn. On IG, apparently. That sounds worse than the doll face bitch. Yeah. (laughs) So apparently she deleted all of her social media. If you check, she has no tweets up on her Twitter account right now. Which is probably the best thing she needs to do. Yes. And she made a message on her Tumblr page, which I didn't even know was still around. Damn. But she apologized. She said, I am sorry. I was acting like an ass. I impulsively spiraled because I was sick of seeing the distasteful shade, especially at such a terrible and sad time towards someone I know is a good person. I'm sorry for triggering people, and I'm sorry if it caused any trauma. I'm sorry for victim shaming. I swear that wasn't my intent. So I don't know how she victim shamed. I guess we didn't see all the comments. Maybe she said that bitch was lying about being raped. I don't know. (laughs) Don't put words in her mouth. I'm just saying, she seemed like she would say something like that. Yeah, but um, so she has walked all that back. She deleted all her social media. Uh, so what is y'all's reaction to the sudden walk back of all the derogatory? Well, not everybody's apologized. Fifty Cent didn't apologize. Blue Boozy didn't apologize. But the most vulgar reactions were taken back. What do you guys think about that? Wait, side note: Do y'all ever watch Ari Lennox on live? Or, like, catch some of the clips of her on live. She is hilarious. Really? She mm. is funny as fuck. Like, she is so <laughs> funny. Y'all need, like, uh, next time you see her on live, just tune in and see what she's doing. All right, she all is right. hilarious. Does so. she still get on live? I mean, she's taking a break, I think. Well, outside of this comment and this whole situation, yeah, whenever okay. she would be, she's, she's pretty funny. Right. And pretty, like, down to earth, it seems. It's funny because it's saying like I always hear about her when it's when it has something to do with her saying something on live or yeah. Instagram. Because remember before it was the whole uh, Grammy sn- or not the Grammy snub, but it was the Soul Train Awards yeah. snub thing. Mm-hmm. And this is like, man, this girl got good music, and w- I'm only hearing about her through this BS. Complaining, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think she's entertaining, but I think she was airing a little too much of her personal life on IG Live. Maybe maybe she was being a little too... I feel like this is is, probably the same problem Cardi had at first. uh, I I would probably say... uh, Yeah, I would agree with that. It's probably the same thing that... um, What's her name? Uh, Summer Walker probably did too. I think... I think it's more of a. um, I think she's a little older. I think she's around 28, probably around Jasmine age. But um, it's just... I guess people being on social media too much. Just... Going straight to it mm-hmm. and just being themselves. I mean, when you get when you become an artist like that, you can't really be yourself on social media. Yeah. Like you can't Lizzo air your that. you can't air your thoughts out. Cardi learned that. Yeah, so people Everybody go pick, people go pick stuff apart and eventually go back and dig up some shit you said years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I appreciate but, I appreciate every like the apologies that have been given. 
Um, like Snoop Dogg, it did seem like his was a little forced, like someone <laughs> told him he needed to do it, like he didn't really necessarily want to, but I appreciate that he did. Because, yes, yes, I I still agree in some of the the things that he was standing for and the the basis of the interview, but at the same time, there's a way to go about disagreeing with somebody. So I appreciate um, as a community that these people like are these people have stood up and said that they were wrong and are displaying that they are wrong and showing that yes, it is okay to apologize and 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 let people know that you're wrong. So I I don't see anything wrong with it. I still um, I find it interesting though that. I don't know. I don't I don't want to I don't want to tear down the black community, but I, I appreciate it. But at the same time, I find it interesting that it's Oprah and Gail. Like had it been someone else, I wonder would we have received the same apologies? Hmm. Interesting, because somebody else who didn't apologize, usually Wendy Williams also recently apologized too. that was shocking. Yes. Yeah. That was so it, it just makes me think that, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be negative and say that we can't do better as a community. Like this could just be a situation as to where we're doing better, but it just seems a little out of the ordinary. Um, and, and seeing that as Oprah went on TV and cried about it. And then now all of a sudden everybody started apologizing. So I don't know, but I, I like it. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we can admit to our wrongs and, and keep it moving and not have to cancel everybody because they're wrong. So you do think that Ari and Snoop Dogg were wrong? No, no, no. I think they were wrong in the way that they went about being upset. I think some of their comments were unnecessary. Okay. I agree with them needing to apologize for that. I don't agree with them being, I don't agree with them apologizing for their opinion because it's their opinion, but talking about people and and getting people to to try to target Gail with violence, I don't think that was right. I feel you. Yeah. about you, Figgy? Yeah, I'm kind of glad they apologized too, but, um, to be clear, I I don't have a problem with their opinion because we said that last week. It's a touchy subject, and um, you know the the womb is still fresh. Mm-hmm. So anything you say about Kobe that seemed negative, people people gonna feel some type of way. Everybody ain't gonna agree with the question, but um, just the way they went about it, man, it was really cringeworthy, especially with Snoop, man, and. Every time I hear it, I still kind of cringe. So I think he took it way too far. He could have, he could have did a ti where he was saying all these big words and said he don't he don't agree with the question, all this stuff. But I think he just took it way too far. That's some type of stuff you say to a, a person you don't care about. So um, I think they took it way too far with that. But um, yeah, that that's all I got for that. I agree. Um, I thought this entire thing was interesting honestly um for several reasons number one the apologies came so late you know it's not like snoop dogg the next day because he had time to think about it the next day he went on the ricky smiley morning show and basically doubled down down on the comments and he had support he had a lot of support until there were certain people writing certain articles about how snoop dogg's language was tearing down black women (sighs) Mm. And when that conversation started, the entire narrative switched to Snoop. We support Gail King. Snoop is wrong for this shit. I stand for Gail. I stand with Gail. The narrative shifted to these men 
calling a woman a dog-faced bitch and tearing her down for asking a question, Lisa Leslie. So when that happened, I think that's when the apology started. I don't think they were really sincere, honestly. Um, I don't think Snoop Dogg thought he did anything wrong for at least a few days because this came, what, like five days after the fact? Damn near a week, it feels. Yeah. And Ari, I think she just kind of goes off at the, you know, and she was on IG Live, you know. She kind of reminded me of the, what's the one chick from Harlem? The, uh, you're talking about, I know you're talking about fucking the girl who dissed Cardi B a whole lot. Fucking, yeah. what's her name? Uh, Azalea Banks. Yeah, she kind of, she kind of remind me of her a little bit. That's kind of off the cuff and say yeah. anything, but kind, but still kind of makes sense. Yeah, but with, she's not as crazy. As. Yeah, she not. Nah, ain't nobody as crazy <laughs> as her. But that's who Ari kind of remind me of. Somebody that's just super open and honest and gonna tell it how it is. Yeah. I agree. Um, and plus, she was on IG Live. So, you know, what you say out there is just in the moment. But Snoop actually recorded that video and posted it. He had he time to think time, about it. Yeah. It yeah. stayed up for a while. And then he did a whole media tour about the comments. Media tour. Yeah. So I'm like, you had plenty of time to walk it back then. But yeah. suddenly, because Snoop is involved in a lot of corporate shit. He's on yeah. at least like a three lot of commercials. national commercials. Yeah. I heard he was hosting the Ellen show for a little bit. He's on that show with Martha Stewart. He's in Do a whole... Still have that? Is that show still cooking? What, Ellen? No, him and Martha the, Stewart. I think it is, I yeah. I love that show. I heard it's good. It was I heard so it's actually good. good. But he's on all this corporate stuff. He got a lot to lose yes. for something like that. And he can't be the one to be making statements like this. Yeah. And Snoop is smarter than that, man. He should have known not to... You could disagree without calling her a dog-faced bitch and saying, we gonna come get you. Yeah. Shit like that. He knew better. But, you know, I think he got caught up in rapper mode a little bit and he had the community support at first. So but it it all got he got that call. He definitely got some calls. Yeah. Seeing he had to walk that stuff back. And I think that's why he apologized. But I don't think he really feels bad about it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. And uh, I think Jasmine mentioned it or one of y'all mentioned it. But I think if it was somebody else, I think they would have got similar treatment. If it was Don Lemon, he yeah. would have probably got some backlash too. But I disagree. I think no. I think it would be. I think it's worse with Gail for the simple fact the whole situation. I mentioned that last week. She's best friends with Oprah, who was doing certain documentaries and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think I think anybody would have probably caught some smoke if they asked them same questions like that. But just with it being Gail, best friends with Oprah, who was. Doing these cert- certain documentaries, yeah, I think that's why she had double the smoke that you know that we all didn't think she was gonna get. Mm-hmm. I I agree, um, but I also feel like that made it look kind of worse because people are picking out like, oh, you're doing all these documentaries trying to bring black men down. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, if you want to make that claim, I get it, but you got to choose better examples than Bill Cosby. And what Michael Jackson was allegedly doing and what Russell Simmons was doing. Like you have to choose. I understand with the Kobe thing, but those other three are not great examples to use. Honestly, man. And I, I I believe Michael Jackson probably innocent, but I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think like I would consider that taking black men down because they, you know, most likely they probably did that shit. But just the narrative of hey let's get these people but you're one of your close buddies yeah harvey weinstein yeah you haven't said anything about that 
So uh, I think that's the whole narrative that, you know, you going after all of these black people, but uh, Harvey Weinstein, you haven't said anything about that. Yeah. yeah. Quiet is kept. I think he's going to get off, too. I Ooh, think the jury's deliberating pretty soon, but Ooh, I think he's going to get off. That's wild. Because you know what fucked him up? Uh, he had contact with these women after they claimed he abused them. Mm, and they were so asking, that- like, where you at, baby? Like, they oh, got man. the texts. So they were keeping in contact with him after they said the rapes and abuse happened. Oh. And I think the jury going to see that and be like, call him out for, I don't know. I just feel like he's not going to do any prison time. Man. I think he's going to get off. That would be a crazy. I figured he would get off, but just on what grounds? Because it's clear that he did that shit. Yeah. I think he's a creep, but I think Hollywood's a creepy place, man. I think people are trying to get movie roles, but anyway. That would be a crazy day on social media when that news <laughs> break. I would probably have to log off, for real. Oh, for sure, man. For I would sure. have to log I, off. I would wonder how long it would be, take, it would be talked about, honestly. That's going to be a it won't be too. I don't think it would be too long, but probably the next three days. I would give it max three Twitter days. It's going to be in shambles. I don't think it would be a big deal at first, but I think... Every time a black person gets accused of something, people going to bring that up. Yeah, what about doubt. Harvey Weinstein? Why was he let go and then R. Kelly still in jail? It's, yeah. yeah. This, people going to say shit like it that. It would be like Kaepernick every time a, a whack quarterback gets signed. Yes. Then somebody bring up Kaepernick. <laughs> wow, Blaine Gabbert got signed for $2 million while Kaepernick is still out of the league. That is Jamel Hill's favorite tweet. <laughs> Every single time there's a mediocre quarterback, you got to ask about Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about that, too. It, he did something recently, right? Yeah, he's oh, he making a doc. Down, then, Go ahead. Oh, um, I guess he was asking for a bunch of money from the XFL or something like that. Supposedly, yeah. From the what? For the what? The XFL. What's that? The new football league. Yeah. Oh. There's like this new football league that plays basically after the Super Bowl ends. Yeah. And uh, apparently he had a discussion with them, but the commissioner owner, Oliver Luck, was saying that he was asking for too much money. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I knew we knew he wasn't going to play for the XFL anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, it was just funny seeing people saying, oh, yeah, they need to pay on what he's worth. Yeah. This is like, at what this is point, he worth? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At this point, you 31 years old. I think he he like, he probably asked not, for the money knowing they weren't gonna pay it. Yeah, I was about so. to say you're not he's not about to get what he missed out on all the yeah. years. Also, he's making a memoir. I heard that in the news recently. So mm. there's that. More money for him. Good for Cap. Um Netflix <laughs> hey. maybe. Um I I think it's just a book. It's a memoir. I don't know if it's like a documentary series, but gotcha. I don't know. I mean it's good he's doing something. You know I guess. Mean? Like he got, yeah, his career was cut short. So at least he's doing something. Hopefully, he's vocal more in this. Uh, (laughs) You kind of turned on Cap a little bit. I have, honestly. The whole thing left a sour taste in my mouth, especially after the settlement thing, after the whole stunt with the just a lot of things. The workout. Yeah. A lot of it just feels like. He's. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to say he's just doing it for promo, man. But a lot of this shit. Do you just think feels he want to like, play? No, he doesn't. Okay. Without a doubt, he doesn't. I don't think. And I. Don't, I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. Yeah. But it's. I it's don't know. a bunch of t- like. You should be smart enough to know that you're not about to get all this money. Yeah. Especially at this point, like I say, he's thirty years old. They're not about to pay you ten million dollars or for a year or something like that. 
They ain't gonna do that. So um, f- I feel like he he getting the notion that he's waiting for this money. You gotta pay me mm-hmm. what I'm worth. And at this point, man, like it could be Tom Brady if he sit out for all them years. He not gonna get back to where he was before. Say, yeah. hey, y'all, I made a hundred million before. Y'all got to pay me what? Like, nah, we gotta see what you could do first. Now, I mean, Michael Vick came back in the league. He was he just picked back off where he started. Yeah, he had to start low and work his way back up, just like anybody else. I'd rather if he just a hundred percent dedicated himself to black causes and charity and just admit the football shit is over yeah. instead of trying attention to the fact that, Oh, I've not been employed by the NFL in so-and-so years. I was in fairly black ball. Like it's over now, cap. You yeah. knew this was a risk when you first started kneeling. You said it was a risk when you first started kneeling. So I'm like, every time you got a new shoe out, we ain't got to see you trying to practice and train for the NFL. We know it's over, man. Yeah. Just focus elsewhere where people actually need you. And yeah. not on making your name known on social media for being blackballed as an NFL quarterback. Who cares? Yeah. And there's one thing if he was 25 years old where you you know, you know might still have He's some stuff. He's washed up. Let's admit That's it, man. Saying. He's washed. Like, let's look at all the 31-year-old quarterbacks. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I just, I don't know, man. It's Like I said, I don't think he want to play either. Nah, and he shouldn't. But it's just all the stuff I I've wouldn't. seen lately just reeks of trying to get attention, man. Him and his girl. I don't know who's to blame more. Everybody blaming the girl. I don't want to automatically blame the girl, but it's attention whoring, I feel like, a little bit, man. Mm. Um, So, other things that happened this week. So, speaking of anniversaries and shit, it was the five-year anniversary of, if you're reading it, this, it's too late. That was only five years? Yes. Does it seem longer? It yeah, seemed like kinda. it. In, I don't, I don't, I've been in Houston for almost four years. Hmm. So it's it seemed like it's it been a little longer. I would say it feels about five years really? ago, honestly. Okay. But um, so it was a five year anniversary, and this was a surprise album that came out in 2015. Yeah. Of course, this started a whole lot of stuff for Drake. It, it sparked off the Meek Mill Drake beef when Meek Mill got high and went on Twitter and said <laughs> that Drake don't write his own shit, and he aired out Quentin Miller who wrote several songs, several of the biggest songs. Reference tracks came out of the production sessions of this mixtape. It called into his question, his credibility as a rapper, Mm -hmm. the ghostwriting claims that are still around to this day. And things have never really been the same for Drake ever since, or Meek. But now they're cool and they're best buddies, so... (laughs) <laughs> but it's not all good for somebody because Quentin Miller actually returned to social media. Well, he probably just been around. Nobody been paying attention. <laughs> but uh, he returned and he has some comments on how he feels about the five year anniversary of this Drake project. Yo, so, you know, a lot of people have been uh, congratulating me and sending me messages and shit about uh, the five year anniversary of if you're reading this and shit. And, you know, I look on (laughs) socials and I see, like, producers and, you know, other people that were involved with the artists and they get to talk about how proud they are of the shit, you know. And, you know, it's different for me. Um, It's it's pretty much taboo for me to even talk about it, you know. I, I pretty much try to act like it don't even exist. The biggest, the biggest project of my entire career, right? And that's, that's, that's pretty strange, but... Unfortunately, you know, I don't have the good memories about it that everybody has. You know, my good memories were all murdered. You know what I'm saying? Like the day uh, 
Meek Mandela, you know, y'all y'all <laughs> buying that bullshit since he came out of jail, like he's whatever. But the day he, you know, put my name out there, you know, and it just blew up my whole spot. And, you know, that shit just fucked everything up for me, bro. And it's so crazy because man, it not only did it mess that up, but in the confusion of that shit, you know, I, me and, and DJ Drama and Cannon, like that whole side, we had, our ties were severed because of that shit. Cause it was just so much confusion and everybody was trying to find out whose fault was it and this and that. Like y'all just don't know what them phone calls was like. Y'all just don't know what them text messages was like. Like y'all don't know what that pressure was like. It was a lot, it was hot. And um, that's one of the biggest things I regret was, was fucking up that relationship with them. Cause in the end, that nigga Drake and, and me, them niggas is best friends now. They watch basketball games and they do shows and shit together, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, what the fuck was that even for? What the fuck was all of that for? You know, like all the the stress that it caused, you know? And I know it. everybody else is able to move on because everybody else's careers was established and shit. My career wasn't established. And I was looking at that, if you're reading this moment, you know, at the time when I... Yeah, there's another part to that, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. He's basically just talking about the fact that, you know, his career was on the up and up. Then the thing with Meek happened, and he's never been the same since, no pun intended. (laughs) 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 And, um, I mean, a lot has happened in his life, honestly. He, He lost a leg. It was amputated after a car crash. And he was never really viewed the same in rap. He couldn't make it on his own, really. He, I guess he was kind of blackballed in a way. Um, he didn't really lay blame at anybody except Meek in this video. He, I think he had beef with Drake for a while, but it seems like they're okay now. Even Drake speaks like positively about Quentin. He didn't seem like he had any bad blood there. But a lot of people are, are feeling bad for Quentin, man. They're, they're saying he he's the only one who got the short end of the stick here. Because everybody else was able to move on and he was just left in the dust. And now he he really can't do anything. He can't make music like he wants to. He can't, you know, he's kind of stuck. So yeah. do y'all sympathize with this man or do you think he's being a little over dramatic or not very truthful about his side of the story? Uh, I can kind of sense uh, empathize with him. Um, I think. Obviously, I don't know this man, but you giving backstory and like I've forgotten about his leg amputation and all that. I could think I could feel like this, all that plays into his emotions behind this album because all that kind of just kind of spiraled out of control for him after that point, like he was saying. So I, I kind of empathize with him. Like I, I don't see why he still wouldn't be able to be um, a ghostwriter like he had been. I don't know how that that really, you know, I don't understand how. Drake and Meek being cool and all of this playing out has anything to do with him not being able to ghostwrite anymore. Um, but other than that, I, I, I see where he's coming from. But at the same time, I still think that he, it could be a little, a little, I guess, sensitive in the fact that no, his career hasn't taken off anywhere. Mm. I, I think if his career was meant to take off, it would like what's for him is for him. That's true. So if it was meant to go somewhere, it would have gone for sure after hearing that he wrote for Drake. I don't see why that would have hindered him at all. Well, Drake is very powerful in the industry. Yeah, you know, but the pig pen. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get out the pig pen. Mm-hmm. Jay Prince make a few calls. 
Yeah, ask what she about that. Out. Yeah, <laughs> shook him out his boots. <laughs> <laughs> so, figure what you think about it, man. Um, I kind of felt a little sympathy for him. I kind of put myself in his shoes, thinking, um, you know, I'm an artist, um, who's writing f- for one of the biggest artists in the world, and um, dude, oh okay, uh, and. And that's that stuff happens, and you're put right in the middle of it, where to the point Drake don't want to mess with you, don't, and you're looked at as this bad guy who kind of uncovered this bit time artist a little bit, it has something to do with the the uh, Drake and Meat uh, beef. So I kind of put myself in his shoes, where it's like, damn, he, you know, people don't want to fuck with him because of that. But then the same breath is like. Real, you had you know you had something to do with that, so um, you know I can't feel too too sorry for him. I know everybody made mistakes, but that's something you got to deal with because um, I don't know I don't know what he had to do with that. I don't know if he sent Meat the uh, the track where Meat tried to expose him all that stuff, but I think it's a learning process, man. I think. Um, I think if he did do that, he you know he was wrong. I don't know if Drake, him and Drake had some type of beat before, and that made him do that. But I think if he could do it over, I think he would change some things. But that to me, that's a part of life, man. I think I think a lot of people make those type of mistakes where they burn bridges with certain people, and now they're in a uh, in a uh, position where they can't really do anything and they regret it. So um, I do feel bad for him for. Um, I guess how everything happened and how um, Meek and, and Drake are cool now, but his life is isn't the same anymore. But like I said, in the same breath, it's like, bro, you put yourself in that position, kinda, where um, you should have just, you know, focus on writing for Drake or, you know, um, worried on not. I mean, worried about not burning bridges. To be fair, I think that's exactly what he was doing. Until Meek name dropped him out of nowhere. I think he was playing the back role and just working with Drake just fine until Meek blew up the spot, like he said. I don't think he but, yeah. he, he gave him that reference track because Meek had him jumped, allegedly. Mm. So I think they had so, beef. So where Quinn. did the so where did the fallout between him and Drake happen? I I I think that happened behind scenes a little bit more so than publicly. Because otherwise, he he's pretty much the innocent bystander. Then I think the beef with Drake might have happened after Drake cut all ties with him after this whole thing came out. Because I'm sure Quentin felt like, well, look, I I didn't say you I ghost wrote like he. First off, to this day, Quentin has never said he's Drake's ghostwriter. Yeah, he said they collaborated. And his names names was on the tracks. Too. Yes, <laughs> That's he, the he funny was part credited. It. So it's not yes. even go. It technically it is not ghost writing <laughs> at all. Yeah. It seems like I remember Drake. Like I don't know if it was in a specific song or if it was maybe a feature. I I feel like Drake was talking shit about Quentin. Like saying like I I pretty much handed this man his career or I, like I remember Drake yeah. being very arrogant he about he mentioned about, about him working at, at the grocery store. Yeah, the bakery, I remember him saying something like that, but yeah. I don't know why. I can't remember what what led to that. But it the way that Drake said it was very undermining. Like it was very like petty in a sense. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't think I think it's more to it, man. I don't think it was a thing where he was 
minding his own business, writing for Drake, and Meek just pulled him in, and Drake cut ties with him. He didn't I, want. He I didn't want know, the backtrack. I don't know. If Quentin was siding with Meek a little bit. I don't, he could have been. Maybe he was upset with Drake because he wasn't getting the credit. I don't know. But I don't think it was a thing where he was minding his own business. Drake pulled him in, uh, or Meek pulled him in there, and uh, ruined everything. Because I don't, I don't see somebody like um, a Drake cutting ties with him because of that. Because that was technically that wouldn't be his fault. Now, you, I mean, you don't think Drake is petty like that? No, because and if somebody's he, because um, Pusha T did the same thing with Forty, right? Or. One of Drake boys was um, pre- pretty much pillow talking to somebody about the whole baby thing. You can't cut ties with Forty if you're Drake, though. No, uh, Drake. I, no, I'm not sure. Was it Forty? That was. It was Forty. Yeah, but Pusha alleged t- that it was Forty. But if you if you look at the whole Quinn Miller thing, if he was really minding his business and just an innocent writer who was writing for Drake, mm-hmm. and Meek Mill just so happened to drop your uh, drop your name in the song, saying, "Hey, he been writing all this shit." Like, why would Drake cut that person off? Because that guy not doing anything but writing for you. It'd be one thing if he went to Meek and dropped all these uh, facts or something like that. But if he really wasn't doing anything, it just don't seem right for Drake to cut that person off. So if everybody's saying you a fraud and this man actually wrote all your raps, would you still keep that man around and let those rumors linger even more? The, the only the only reason I wouldn't keep him around is if he was like my real ghostwriter, where I say, you know, I got to get rid. But he was credited on a lot of songs. Yeah. So he, Drake could have easily said, "That's you know, I got a team full of writers. I got party next door. I got all these people in here. You know, I got a team full of writers who help me with stuff." But at the time, like because it was such a serious accusation, Drake wanted to steer clear from anything anybody saying that he wasn't writing anything yeah. at all. So I I see him cutting. I could see the situation of him just wanting to get away from him, just because he don't want anybody saying that shit. Period. Regardless of if he knew that they collaborated together or not, he just he didn't want people ignorant enough. I mean. People are ignorant enough not to do their research and not to care. Mm-hmm. And people didn't care at that time. They just heard that Drake wasn't writing his. We just saw a reference track and people people ran with that. So I could see Drake like just wanting to steer clear of any of that. And that's why, you know, him and Quentin are no longer have that relationship. I don't think we'll ever know the full details unless somebody just comes out. Because even Quentin was vague about the things that happened in this video. Um, but to wrap up his, his general comments, part of me feels bad for him, but part of me also feels like in this era, you almost couldn't have asked for a better push as a new artist as what Quentin got after being exposed as Drake's quote unquote ghostwriter. That gives you all the hype in the world because the biggest artist in the country and now it is being said that you wrote his hits. Yeah. So if he, because at the end, we didn't play the second part of the video, but the second part is him asking for a chance because he thinks he's a hot rapper and he thinks he, you know, he doesn't want to play the background. He wants to be in the forefront and he thinks he has what it takes. I've heard his solo music. It's not good. You know, if he was, he is probably good at writing. Of course, he wrote the hits. Some of the hits on, if you're reading this, it's too late. But he is not a good front man on on his own. If he could admit that, I think he might still be in the business. 
But the fact that he tried to go on his own, he made some his own music, uh, and it didn't sound like the hype he was getting. And it actually helped Drake's case that the music was whack. Because mm-hmm. everybody was like, see, clearly yeah. Drake had more to put. But I I didn't think that the music was whack. <laughs> I liked it. From Quentin? Yeah. Oh, no, but like, like if you're reading this, like, I thought it was good. No, like the no, music. I'm talking, yeah. talking about Quentin's solo work. Uh, I think he just, I don't, I think it was whack in the sense that he just didn't have the delivery. The lyrics were there. Yeah. He just couldn't deliver it in the same way as the same ways as Drake, and he just didn't sound like a rapper. His delivery was terrible, yeah. honestly. And so, if you know this, you need to be honest about your skill set. Number one, for me to feel sympathy for you, don't be out here acting like you should be a front man and you should be like, look, man, you were writing for a reason. Yeah, you know, you're not Drake. You can write the hits, yes, but I mean, there's plenty of, of money to go around being in the background. Yeah, hit make a learn that too. Yeah, like a lot of people have learned that there is money to be made in the background if you just play a role. But he wanted, I think, a part of his ego got to him, and he wanted to be out there making music, and he kind of tried to ride the wave of the yeah, guys, I'm Drake's, go-, even though he never claimed that, he tried to ride ride the wave of his hype. And when he put out music, people didn't like it. Yeah. So that's why he's where he is now, more so than Drake or Meek Mill. Because let's say Meek Mill never called him out. It could be possible that Drake only worked with Quentin for that one album and that was it. And and do you think, too, um, I guess, Quentin, do you think it was necessary that he said anything during that time? He had to. You think so? His name was being tossed around like crazy. He had to say something. And and I think he I think the way that he spoke about it too hindered him. Like he danced yeah. around stuff and tried to act like he wanted it was very clear that he wanted us to know that he did it. Like he wanted us to know that he but at the same time he knew he couldn't. And the way he just the way he spoke about it seemed I don't know, to me it was just I didn't like the way he spoke about it really. Yeah. Like just be go all in. If you're going to talk about it, then talk about it. Like, or don't say anything at all. At first, I think he was more supportive of Drake. But as things soured, he started to go against everybody. He dissed Meek. He dissed Drake. And then he kind of wrote himself out the game. Yeah. So. See, see, my whole point, I think it was something more. I don't don't think he was just an innocent person in this whole situation. I I think it was more to it that we probably don't know yet. I don't know, man. It's possible. Unless it, Meek says something, we because, won't know. Yeah, because, um, like I said, what was his purpose of going at Drake like that, too? And plus, if it wasn't anything else, I'm sure Drake wouldn't mind, you know, linking up with him again. He can't, man. I'm telling I'm, you, he can't. Uh, he, he, if uh, you, like, I, I know Drake he, is petty, but you, if you're him, you can't link up with Quentin again when everybody credits him for writing your shit in the first place. And that, that, uh, but that, I feel, but he credited it on the album though. It wasn't like a secret. That's the funny part about it. His name is actually on those tracks. Figgy, people so, are stupid, man. Yeah. They don't know this shit. They yeah, don't know they don't this care shit, to man. Know it. I, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, like, I wouldn't look at Drake like, man, like he working with the guy that wrote this shit again, blah, blah, blah. Most people would. That's like, the thing. Thinking we wouldn't because we're smart and we actually but, pay attention to shit. Most people don't. But, but think about when this stuff happened. This was like, what, 2014? 
Uh, 15. 15. Right now, I don't think people give a damn about Ghost Riders. They'll give a, unless it's Jay-Z or Nas or something like that. I don't think people care at this point. People know everybody writing a lot of shit. So I don't even th- I don't think people will be in uproar or bash Drake for linking up with them again. They if anything, they'll probably be like, damn, we getting a, another album like they did before. Mm-hmm. We might get some fire like that. Since remember the last album they did together. Yeah. So if anything, I think it'd be like that because a lot of people know Party is right for Drake or little stuff like that. So I I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. But I I think they I think it's more to the story than just. Drake, I mean, uh, Meek just pulling them in the fire. It could be, man. You could be right, honestly. But I'm just saying, even if that wasn't the case, the reason why Drake isn't working with Quentin anymore is likely as simple as people, because you could tell the ghostwriting shit still bothers him. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're right. Most people don't care. He's going to go platinum regardless, but he cares. He cares when people talk about his legacy and they bring up the ghostwriting shit. He brought it up in the latest interview he did. He brings it up all the time. Yeah. It clearly bothers him. So if he's still bothered by it himself, he cannot even put out the image that he's working with somebody who, to the general hip hop critic public, like motherfuckers like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Not DJ Clay Slay. uh, Fucking... Who's the other DJ? Funk Flex, mm-hmm. who puts an asterisk next to Drake's name on his top 50 and says, <laughs> oh, credibility is in question because of ghostwriting. <laughs> because of shit like that, he can't work with Quentin anymore. Yeah, so, n- like, I get it, but it's not like Drake don't work with anybody anymore. It, it, he's known for working with people that's, you know, helping them put together yeah. an album. So what's wrong with having a guy that you worked with before help you put the album together because too? Because people link that what's, to the ghostwriting shit, man. That's the thing. I, I get it. So what's the point of having Party there? What's the point of having cert, uh, no, some nobody, of his artists there? Nobody calls Every, Party the ghostwriter, though. Nobody says he's writing his raps. Yeah, I, I, so, I, I guess so. So, but I, I get what you're yeah, saying, man. I, just, I, just I get what it, you're saying. I just think it's more to it. I don't, like You could be his, right. With his career... I, like, to me, if that happened to me, I don't see myself dissing that person. I I might be like, damn, that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get it type of thing. But he seemed like he was very angry at Meek and Drake. I don't know what happened, man. If anything, yeah. he would just go at Drake. I mean, it, it just go at Meek. You know what I mean? If it was totally on Meek, but... I there there could so be nice. other things. I mean, and it's not, it might not be something Quentin did. It might be something Drake did. Yeah. Who that, knows? Yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. I don't know what happened. Exactly. I don't, I don't know if he didn't get the, he felt like he didn't get the credit he deserved or. It might just love. be the fact that he didn't like the fact that he got cut out. Yeah. Because Drake did could, cut him. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. We're going back said, and forth yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So who knows? But everybody's on, on Twitter feeling sorry for this man. <laughs> and I'm like, he, he'll be all right. It's he got life, a, man. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. Um, other shit that happened this week. Eminem. Oh, the Oscars happened. The Academy <laughs> Awards. I didn't watch it this year. I, I know you You watched the Eminem though, right? Did you watch the Eminem? I saw bits and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you got to say about this. Man, okay. So Eminem, apparently, <laughs> the I, I did see the beginning. I was at the gym, so I wasn't actually listening. But uh, I saw the beginning of the ceremony, and it opened with like a montage of seemingly like a bunch of random movies. 
and yeah. scenes from Eight Mile were in there, which I thought was kind of weird. I guess the theme was like the soundtracks of movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then you know they they threw in some Eight Mile clips. I thought that was strange. And then it goes dark, and Eminem steps out, <laughs> and he performs "Lose Yourself" in 2020, 17 years after Eight Mile was nominated at the Oscars and he didn't show up for that one because he didn't think he was going to win. And I think that actually did win an Oscar and he just wasn't there. So he did show up 17 years later to perform that song (laughs) to varying effect in the crowd. Some people were feeling it and some weren't. Mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese was about to die it looked like <laughs> Billie Eilish was confused and some people were actually really feeling it and getting into it mm-hmm. and I know vers- versatile elements was at home just living his best life but um so what did you guys think about this honestly I thought it was weird but um, what a, th- there's been some weird push for Eminem lately I feel yeah like he usually don't come outside for shit and suddenly, we're talking about him every single week, it seems now. Yeah. Like, he's dropping albums. That yeah. is kind of weird now that you say it. He's he's everywhere now, in a sense. Not everywhere is a stretch, but yeah, he's definitely more out in the open. I don't... I, I never watched the actual clip of it, but I read articles that came to my phone about it, and I just found it... I, I didn't get the theme. I didn't understand. No one really, in the articles that I read, mentioned why. Like, the relevance of him doing it. So, I just thought it was kind of odd. After all this time. Now, be careful, Figgy. <laughs> what, what's your take on this, man? The greatest uh, rapper of all time. <laughs> to me, it wasn't a bad performance. I know, I know certain people saying, oh, you know, what was he doing and all this other stuff. But it wasn't a bad performance, man. It's good to see. I, I appreciate older Eminem, older, mature Eminem. So um, he do look a little older. He got the he got the beard. He a little pudgy a little bit. But... Um, I appreciate mature Eminem getting up there performing. I don't know why he performed that song and why they had him during that part, but uh, you know, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. It, not no hot take for it or nothing like that. I just think it was a little weird with him performing "Lose Yourself" yeah. <laughs> at the Oscars or uh, yeah, at the Oscars. But I thought he did okay. It wasn't bad. I ain't cringe. <sighs> So I'm about to alienate some more of our audience. Oh, man. <laughs> not on, okay. I thought I'm, I'm not against Eminem performing at the Oscars. I don't really care, but I'm sick. I've always hated this fucking song, Lose <laughs> Yourself. And I, I don't mean to call out one race in particular, but y'all love y'all some motherfucking Lose Yourself, man. This is their hype song. Yes, man. You got one shot to make it big. That does, I think that that song does to white people what Nuck If You Buck does to black people. Is that the nug of you nug if you buck yes, for, white, for people? white people? Yes, it is, man. It that does something. That one hundred percent does the same thing to white people as nuck what if you buck does to black people, man. It stirs their blood up. They gotta react. I bet you every white person in the gym is listening to that song. Yes, man. That the Rocky thing. Don't yes. stop believing. These yes. are y'all top three. <laughs> 
Y'all love that damn song, and I never understood it. Like, yeah, it has a good don't give up message, <laughs> yeah. but I, I, I couldn't Did stand that say, song, man. So you de- like, I ain't gonna lie. I liked that song when it first came out. When it first came out, mm-hmm. but after the commercial push, it kind, I kind of got tired of it. But did you like it at all? Like when it first dropped? <laughs> I don't remember ever really liking that song, really? man. Okay. I used to like the song, but I'm just picturing Nuck if you buck at a club or party standing and just flipping it with eight mile. And that is hilarious. Oh my goodness. That reminds me the of that motivational skit, song. That that skit that uh Dave Chappelle did on the Chappelle show when he uh uh went to a barbershop. And play Latin music and Latin people <laughs> oh, were dancing. Yeah, then he brought, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> then he brought Quest Love on the drums and black people started dancing yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it'd be like if you brought Lose Yourself and Nuck If You Buck, man. Oh my God. I'm going to talk to some of my DJ uh, friends and see if we can't perform a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> you got to record hilarious. that. But yeah, so this song, I'm sick of it, man. <laughs> like, it, 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 I don't understand how people still get hyped for it, but they did. And the performance itself, from what I saw, like, it was fine for Eminem. I had nothing against it, but the song, I'm just annoyed by it, man. It's been 17 so years. So what's it? I feel like that's probably the only song he could perform on the Grammys, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see him performing nothing else, unless I, it's like that Rihanna song. I guess it made, well, to the he song ain't, that he ain't performing nothing off of Eminem show. It, it made sense, I guess, but then again, it didn't make sense because what, yeah. was, what was the occasion? Yeah, that's what confused everybody. What was the occasion? Yeah. Seventeen years. That's not fifteen. That's not twenty. Seventeen is a weird year to celebrate it. Yeah, and it came after the best sound editing mixing award thing. So it was like, yeah, why? I think, yeah, that's the part that I ain't really. And it understand. was a secret too. Yeah, it would be one thing if they announced it. Yeah, but they did it top secret, like it was gonna be a big deal. And it's, it's funny like, because okay. um, yeah. I, I had the TV on, but I wasn't paying attention. So I seen the whole compilation of movies and stuff like that. Like it, it looked like it was leading up to something. Yeah, and then I heard the song, and the song kept playing, and I'm like, "Is he live? <laughs> like, is this live?" So I had to go in front of the TV. I'm like, "Damn, what is he doing here?" So um, I was trying to figure out what was the reason. I ain't, I thought it might have been the anniversary of you know Eight Mile. Like, I, did it win an Oscar or something? I don't. It, it did for best song, I think. But okay. he wasn't there, and he said later he didn't go because he didn't think he was gonna win it. Oh, really? Okay. So yeah, yeah. So I I thought it might have been like that type of anniversary, meant twenty years or whatever years. But uh, yeah, that's the only thing that was a little weird. Like, out of all people? Because usually the Oscar's good for having somebody like Common. Yeah. And do some type of... Uh, was Common and John Legend or Chance something like that. Chance the Rapper go up there and do something goofy. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, somebody get up there and sing. But, yeah, it was it was kind of shocking. It was weird, man. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the all-hype song, man. I saw Landry Locker up there being like, can't go wrong with this song. You know when a song, you you know a song gets you high weight, got that guitar that yes. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I'm sick of that shit, but I that's understand. They, that's they bag, man. No, it that's is, man. It is. I saw every everybody I knew who was into hip hop but was white on social media loved it. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I get it. a couple of people strokes. came up to me like, wow, that was a great. <laughs> <Did you see? laughs> I know you like that Eminem at the Oscars, right? Oh, did you see? Like, come Bad on. ass, man. 
I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you oh, man. you know I told how you, you to go. You know how you try to stay out that conversation, the arguing. Yes. So you be like, yeah, man. <laughs> and then they take it a little too far. Yeah, man, one of the best that ever did it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah no, they man. say he is the best to ever do yes. it, and that's what really gets you mad. Where you kind of like, like yeah, 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 man. Like who who's better, Tupac? Like, nah, man, Jay Z, Jay Z. <laughs> when you say Jay Z, yeah, like, yeah, man. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, I thought that was weird, but whatever. Good for Eminem for showing up and doing a song and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, other things that happened, the baby is in the news for having a baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, so apparently he got a side baby. Um, I'm reading his explanation because he's saying he didn't cheat on his current baby mother with this other girl he got a baby with. But he does admit that he's having a baby with this other chick. Yes. And according to the baby, who is also, by the way, black woman's favorite man of all time right now. <laughs> um, he's saying, when my new coming blessing was conceived, me and Shadi was not together. Shadi was not living with me, fucking with me in any way, shape or form. So basically, this is a, a Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union. A break baby. Side break baby, yes. Yeah. So, Jasmine, I know you are a the baby fan slash stan. Yes. Are you disappointed by the fact that he is having a side baby? Uh, on baby, on baby? I'm not disappointed. I'm disappointed. The way the story seems to have unfolded is that his baby mama, current baby mama, the one that he's with at this point, current moment seems to not know about the baby yeah like she seems like she was completely aware that he messed around on the break and was okay with that but it seems like he went about it in a shady way as to where he didn't tell her that he was having a baby i don't think i don't think she's mad at the baby aspect i think she's mad because he didn't tell her like I think he didn't go about it in an honest way. Is the way from her side, it seems like he was trying to be shady and keep it under wraps that he was having a baby. It wasn't the fact that he's having a baby. It's the fact that he didn't even come out and just say it, like because they was on a break anyways. He might have not known until recently. Ah, uh, I, I don't, I don't really understand out. the story. To yeah. me, I don't understand if they weren't together. Yes, I still think. Obviously, as a woman, you're gonna be upset about it. But if they weren't together, like I don't. I don't really understand what both what both parties are trying to say. Let me, let me. I think we might have a clip from him. Let me see if he can explain it. Oh, and I said I was done, but one more thing, one more thing. Um, you know, because the same way, you. Know, oh shit! I don't, I don't want. I don't want that plan. But the the same way I say, you know, I will never speak down on a person. I never allow the internet to look down on a person who who birthed a child for me. Um, when when my new coming blessing was conceived. Um. Me and Shorty was not together. Shorty was not with me, living with me, was not fucking with me in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, everybody know that Dex, you know, that came out the horse's mouth, you know, that we wasn't together at the time. So don't be fooled, man. Don't be fooled. The information that y'all was giving today was information that, that, that has been out there. It was just, you know, kept off the internet as it should have been, but... You know, for whatever reasons that it was put on the internet, whatever intentions behind it, I pray all goes well with that. And, um, you know, yeah, we just continuing to live righteously. Y'all be blessed, baby. Okay. I like, how, so, I like how that song that I was about to play in the background sound exactly like every all one of the songs. That flute. 
feel like, yeah, like I, because we wouldn't have known about his this unless his current baby mama wouldn't have put it out on social media and revealed the text messages and stuff. So that's what made me feel like she just learned about the baby. And she, like, this is an intimate, personal affair that they could be having behind the scenes, but she got mad and her emotions got the best of her and she put it out on social media. And now that's why they going back and forth because she started with that, whereas... Wait, it was her that actually put it out? The, when I read the story, that was seemed to be like the timeline of everything. Like, the timeline seemed to be that the baby mama put the story out as far as, like... His current current girl current wife or whoever she is to him. Oh yeah, I see it. Like yes, she's you're right, she's she the one that put it out first, yeah. and then he like got a like. It seems like this was supposed to be handled. They were handling it behind closed doors, but emotions got the best of her, and she put it out there. And now yeah. they going back and forth in public. Yeah, I didn't even realize that, but you're right. Yeah. She did put that out there. Interesting. <laughs> Um, so is this a win for us other black men out here? No. <laughs> I will say, I, I just want to make a quick comment about the baby. I feel like he's the only short person that women really love. Uh, a lot of women do not like short men. Kevin Hart is one, but he's more of how a many, funny guy. But yeah. how many women say, oh my God, Kevin Hart. How many people really throwing themselves at Kevin Hart for his fans? Enough for him to cheat. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about just a casual fan. You don't hear yeah, Jasmine really. talk about Kevin Hart. You don't hear the average person around here saying, "Oh yeah, Kevin, he's so fun." You hear that about the baby? That's true. And, and women often say, "Oh yeah, he's short, but I still, I still love him." Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, this, it was kind of funny just seeing this. I, he made the statement saying, "Yeah, you know, I got a child coming," or. I had a child, but I did not cheat. <laughs> that kind of threw me off yeah. a little bit. I'm like, huh? Yeah. But yeah, it, 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 to me, it makes sense uh, him having a break, baby. If he wasn't with his current partner, and you know, kind of, I guess maybe he had a baby. Are all rappers just fucking stupid as hell, man? Like, why fucking the fuck no would rubber? you go raw in the, your side chick? You didn't, he didn't necessarily have to do that. <sighs> To what have a baby. Th- but what do you think happened? The condom she, broke? It could have, or she could have oh, poked guess. a hole in that hole before they even started. Do women actually do that? Yeah, they do. And, and even if they do, if you poke a hole in the condom, is it really enough to impregnate? If you just poke a hole, like there's I, a lot that have to come look, out for I th- rocket. I think so. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you, don't, even, you don't have to. You ain't even, the slightest bit can get somebody pregnant. Okay. Yeah, okay. especially the and, and two, it depends on the woman too. If the yeah. woman is really fertile, like you ain't even got to you ain't even got to bust a nut to get somebody <laughs> pregnant. Really? Yeah, yeah. you can get pregnant from pre cum. Uh, see, I, I've heard that, but I don't know if there's any proof of that. No, nah, you can, you can. Has anybody ever not orgasmed and resulted in a baby anyway? I know some people who I... really didn't go all the way. I know some people that, you know, kind of fooled around a little bit, got a little bit, but, you know, they didn't go throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. and end up pregnant. Did they get the paternity test? Did they go on Mari? Like, you got to know these things, man, <laughs> because niggas get scared. I get I get it, but, yeah, you could definitely get pregnant from pre-com. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't, yeah. yeah. And, and like I said, it depends on the woman, too. It's not just fully on the guy. Mm-hmm. If the if the woman, you know, it's, I, I mean, you could probably 
Um, she she ain't been pregnant, so she no know. not not her, but yeah. I'm talking about a, <laughs> a woman being fertile a certain time of the month or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's timing. The timing goes into a lot of that. Yeah, like when when were y'all when were y'all um, having sex? Was it after the period? Was it before the period? Was it getting ready to like? There there are a lot of factors that go into play, but you can de- absolutely get pregnant without having to insert your. Sperm yeah. all the way, all the way into yeah. a vagina. Really, yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, it's, it's it's guys that be trying to do the pull out game and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and you know it don't work like that. That's why people always stress about condoms. Otherwise, it it, it wouldn't be as many babies if you could just pull out. I mean, honestly, when it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying for your, your experience it. might be a little different, but when people say. I don't, obviously, y'all know how that feels more than a woman would, but when people say my pullout game strong or his pullout game weak, if you pulled out, you thought that you had it under control. So mm-hmm. what happened? That was pre-cum. If, no, if your pullout game is weak, that means you didn't pull out. That's what that means. That's not what I, what I, I guess that's not my interpretation of the saying then. I nah. thought it meant like, yeah, I pulled out, but it was just weak. Like you, you didn't pull out in time. You yeah. didn't get out of there in time. Yeah, that's what that it could means. be it too. Yeah, but like, I didn't think that. I guess I didn't think that you fully ejaculated no, that's what, that's, in that person. That's what it means. That's what oh. it means. So I like okay. If anybody out there is pregnant and had a pre cum baby, I want to know because <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's really possible. So, so do you think the pullout method really work? I haven't heard like because I've actually looked into this because I've wondered myself like has anybody pulled out and still got a girl pregnant and i really can't find too many instances where that happened so i mean i know a couple people who got got trapped like that man really yeah i know some people like some people pull out games. Some people, I, I look at it as this. Some people are lucky. Speaking of which, Justin Bieber's that's what I, said. Right that's now. What I was literally trying to point I to wanna, y'all. Yeah, I, I wanted y'all yeah. with Quavo in the background, and I was trying yeah. to show no, y'all. I, yeah, I want to. Uh, I felt like the conversation was kind of <laughs> spicy, but <laughs> he looked awful, man. Uh, what's Quavo doing, man? This looks so weird. Same outfit he was on in Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> The guys that were dancing with him just a minute ago in the background, I was about to say, like, Ryan, I, I feel you now. Like, Justin looks so lifeless compared to the background It don't dancers. add up to the music. It, it, his outfit right now, I, I know we're in yeah. a different day and age, but just this whole square don't even match up See, to his music. Exactly. What is this, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. 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 Like, he, I, will, I will understand if he was doing, like, a Kanye Yeezus or mm-hmm. something like that, but it don't even match up to the whole poppy type thing. I feel like he's doing this under protest, man. Honestly, like he don't want to be up there. He don't want to be they dancing. They got the strings on him yeah. and making him perform. And that's why he's wearing whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, like because he looks super dusty out there, man. Like he just looks weird even dancing in the fucking extra large flannel and sweatpants. Look like he just rolled out of bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looked like he wearing Kanye the, clothes. Yeah. He, he looks. He looks bad. He need man. to change. He like. I know we mentioned it earlier. He need to change his whole music style, man. Maybe try try to experiment a little bit. Yeah. Because the pop music it sound exactly like what he was doing before. Mm-hmm. It just don't add up, man. And Quavo, who is now the worst Migo, <laughs> having him on your shit don't help no more. He's not a stimulus package. Been the worst Migo. Yeah, he definitely is. But anyway, yeah. back to the the sperm yeah. and pre cum. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh man 
man. Yeah, but I, I I do know some people that you know they they did the pull out game and. The girl really? Pre- yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was never a thing where I'm like, oh, this works. Mm-hmm. Like if I pull out, she is no way. <laughs> so I, yeah. I'm gonna Wrap go listen to this album though. Sorry, um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. I Do just, it. Yeah. We can review it next time and see if our 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 thoughts are true. Yeah. Real quick, while we talking about, uh, I guess women being mad at um, the baby <laughs> for getting somebody pregnant or mm-hmm. having a baby, I was kind of upset with Maya. She secretly got married. Wait <laughs> a minute. No, she didn't. You sh- you didn't hear about this? No. What? That was a stunt for her new music video. Was it? Yes. No oh, way. thank God. Thank yes. God, thank God. <laughs> so Wait, Ma- what? Maya teased that she got married secretly last year. And she put up pictures. TMZ even reported it. Yes. That's why That's I believe it. Yeah. And she put more hints out, I think, yesterday, and it ended up just being promotion for her new music video. Oh, thank so God. she is not married. Ooh, thank God. And it's just, just promo tease. I'm surprised that TMZ actually went with it. Man. But yeah, she is not married. She still belongs to the streets. Yes, so. she still belongs to the <laughs> I streets. Gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I was kind of, de- I was, I was a little salty. I was a little devastated. I was too. Like man, who, because remember, she was talking about she gotta have a man who you know who a vegan and mm. don't eat meat, all this other stuff. Yep, and I I'm would like, do it for you still, Maya. Yeah, I would do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I'm meat. like, man, who like who was the lucky guy? Who was the guy that don't eat meat? That that's a straight up vegan. I'm like, I, I was devastated, man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was, I had the exact <laughs> same feeling, man. But it did come out that that was just promotion for her music video. Okay. Weird promotion, I guess, but it got people talking. If it was anybody else, I would be like, man, yeah. they're corny. But <laughs> Who else would I be mad at if they tried something like that? I would be mad at somebody like Akeisha Cole. If Akeisha Cole really? did something like that. Because it's like, come on now, you clout chasing. <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> I think Maya is the only one I'd be upset about that with. Oh, that got married. That, that, oh, you talk about getting that. married. Oh, oh, if somebody. Oh, yeah. Um, Did the whole married thing for uh, for a yeah. video. The, okay. Well, who else would you get mad at if you found out they got married? Mm. Naomi Osaka for me. Who? Naomi Osaka, the tennis yeah. player. I'm kind of be salty too. I ain't gonna lie. That's somebody I secretly like. Yeah, a lot. me too. Me too. I would kind of be salty. I was a little. I'm, I'm still kind of salty with her talking to uh, YBN Corday. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because they yeah. look so much alike. I like, I like his music a little bit, but <laughs> still, it's kind of like, like, come on now. I don't like that she posting the nigga now too. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who else will I be salty if they um, up and got married. Hmm. Jasmine, we know you'd be mad if Chris Brown got married. Yeah, but we're on the fence right now anyway. Oh, that's true. He has oh, okay. kids now, so he's already worthless. <laughs> um, Who is somebody that's just straight up eye candy that... Uh, you wouldn't be mad if Rihanna got married? No. Nah. I wouldn't. I, I feel okay. like Ryan had a thing for Rihanna. I, I, I would be, be kind of shocked she got married. Yeah. But, Cause she always seemed like somebody who just was never going to get mixed. She's kind of like Maya in a sense, I guess, where you just really can't see her married. She's too much of a free spirit and whatever. Yeah. So I'll be a little bit, I'll be a little bit salty if Rihanna got married, mm. and if it was a rapper, 
Oh, if it yeah. was like a billionaire again, I'd be yeah. like, okay, I had okay. no shot. But <laughs> <laughs> well, she married somebody like an ASAP Rocky. Yeah, she could have given me a few more years for my career to take off, and I could have got there. <laughs> but I ain't going to be no billionaire, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I can't think of anybody off the top yeah. of my head. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, either. I think Maya probably number one. Yeah. That's number one because that's somebody nobody really talk about. Like, of course, some of us really talk about Maya as like, damn, like mm-hmm. she everything, but she not in the spotlight like that. You know what's weird? Because I was thinking about this actually like right before the news about the marriage thing came. I was thinking about Maya's career and it's like she is the biggest artist with the most forgettable music of all time. Maya? Yes. I don't remember her music. I remember two songs of hers. Actually, I will say three. One including the Rugrats theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I remember too. her being this huge. I, I remember everyone just really loving her and like how, I don't know if it was her personality at the time. I know she was always beautiful to multiple, like, you know, a variety of people, but other than that, I don't remember Maya to just be that great of a singer. Not no disrespect to her, but I don't remember her music like that. I don't remember her having just that great of music. I think because I went back and I heard "Moving On." That's a great and that's song. A, that's one of the songs. Mm-hmm. That's one of my three that yeah. I know. Moving on, just to me. Yeah, the, the ones with Jay Z. Those three <laughs> yes. are. Li- oh, and it, we can add four. My love is like whoa, and that yeah. came out years later. Oh, that she was hot though. She looked real good in that video. But that was that's like four songs that I really just know. It is and it ghetto is. superstar. I'll, I'll add that to that it. That wasn't her. That was it's not her song. It was that was Prize. Prize. Song, she was on the hook though. But still, she made that song. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Good point. Um, because I was thinking, yeah, we don't hear her music anywhere. Unless it's like a 90s party or yeah. a 2000s party or something like you that. You don't even hear it on old school radio stations. And they yeah. play Drake. Yeah. So I think it's very odd that her career, because she was huge back in the early 2000s. Yeah. She was one of the, um, she was in the conversation with the Monicas, the, yes. the Brandys, the Leahs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. She yeah. was definitely up there. And it seems like her music is just forgotten in time. I have a conspiracy. For some reason. What's up? Uh-oh. So... Becky with the good hair. I've heard that. Yes. I, yeah, I think. Well, I don't think this is my this is my my thought process that Maya those rumors she shut those rumors down a long time ago to her mm. defense, but it was always a thing that supposedly Jay Z kept Maya like she he he kept her lifestyle up he kept her he like that was Becky with the good hair. And so <laughs> it would make sense as to why we don't hear her music on anything because why would we? Beyonce shut that shit down. Like what happened to hmm. Carrie Hilson? You're yeah. saying she Carrie Hilsoned her? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. But that you know they did have a. That's just the drama for your mama. Now hmm. the, that I now, just made up off the top of my head no, right now. No. Maya and Jay-Z did have some type of... Relationship. Yeah, I don't know if it's working relationship or, you know... There there are uh, there are very, very trustworthy rumors that they were smashing at some point. Yeah, so... Some kind of dating relationship, so... Yeah, yeah so I that's think not so. far-fetched. It's not far-fetched. I always thought Maya was Becky with the good hair, though. And I thought it was very interesting that no one else ever brought that up because in I conversation. Because I feel like Becky with the good hair sounds like a white girl. But... So that people necessi- automatically went white. They didn't. That's people being small-minded. What's Maya's real name? Hmm, is there a Becky in there anywhere? 
I doubt it, but Maya has, Maya. Maya has Maya Marie Harrison. But think about it, like in the black community, good hair doesn't Maya's necessarily fine, mean that you're white. You could have good black people say use the term good hair all the time. Chris Rock made a whole movie about it. Now I'm just stuck in a, a whole image list of Maya pictures. <laughs> Maya's so fine, hey, man. So I gotta ask you. Now last week we brought up we had the whole J Lo debate. Mm-hmm. And and to bring it back, we, we did a poll. And I think it was like 52, 40. Yeah. It was but very close. To be fair, it was split. Oh, was it? I didn't even look. What? Yeah, it was <laughs> close. Results? It was okay. close. It was close. To be fair, like, it was split. People liked the old J-Lo. People liked the now J-Lo. Mm-hmm. But um, which one do you think looked better now? Uh, Maya now or Maya back in the 2000s or whatever? She was super hot. So first off, let me answer the first part. <laughs> so with the J-Lo thing, I will admit, I looked, I, I never really compared them. It was more so a thing I did in my mind. Mm-hmm. But after looking at pictures, I can see why people think she's more attractive now. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize she had so much work done on her face. She had work done? Mm-hmm. You, clearly her face is different. Her face is different, but I... You can tell she's wanna, had a facelift. Like, her cheekbones are higher. Some, I knew something things. was different about her, but I just, because she's so natural um, as far as the vegan lifestyle and just different things that you can tell in her Instagram, I just didn't, I just, my mind initially didn't want me to believe that she had work done. I thought that something else maybe had been done. I think, I don't think she had work done on her body. I think she takes care of her body. But I yeah. do think she had worked on her face. You could tell when you're looking at then and now pictures that she has a chisel. Like her face just looks different. Yeah. But she does look, I can see why now people have yeah. that and, that thought. And to be clear, we wasn't, I, I feel like you were saying she looked worse. I disagree with that, but she looked good either or yeah, to me. of course. So I wasn't arguing saying she was ugly back then or, you know, she looked way better now. Yeah. But, like I, our whole point was to me. I think I would take her now. I feel you. But uh, anyway, all right. Back to Maya. Back to Maya. Maya looks better now to me. Okay. But that's just because Maya's way thicker now. Yeah. Like Maya was way too skinny back and like that. That, that did not like she was cute in the face, but she yeah. was super skinny back yeah. then. It did nothing for me. Uh, yeah. Skinny girls need love too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could love somewhere else. I don't know. I need a big fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree too. I think Maya look better now. She she looked more seasoned. Yes. Because like I said, they was young back in the two thousands. So she still kind of had the baby face a little bit. She was a little raw, you know, you say skinny, but now she just looked grown and sexy yes. and seasoned. So yeah, I would say now too. I agree. I just say it, man. <laughs> like even I, how old is she now too? Look at her. She's like forty something, I think. She is forty years old exactly. Damn, she's still young. Yeah, no baby, no man. Hmm. Something wrong. Maybe she's just really looking for that vegan man. There's been rumors, but I don't want to disparage her name. Okay, nah, nah, you can't do so, that. So <laughs> I won't, can't put, do that, I won't put it out there. I'm I won't make say her my screensaver. I won't say she, she's an industry <laughs> hoe who just pass around. I won't say that. Okay, we don't pass around rumors like that on this podcast. <laughs> I don't care if she is or not. <laughs> I still, no, nah, I'm still wife her. <laughs> <laughs> Proudly, <laughs> we could go to the industry party care. too. I don't care. She's been to Dubai a few hundred times. Shoot, we still make it work. Um, <laughs> I'm dead. So, how would y'all equally? Well, she's a baby compared to Maya, but how would y'all feel about 
and no disrespect to her name either, but India Love, like, how is she any different? India Love? Yeah. Like, she was just, she just posted Rowdy Rich not too long ago on her story, and that was the commentary behind all of that. Like, dang, this girl just keeps passing around, keeps getting passed around. She dated the game. You know, different people like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, what would your, what would your perspective be of India Love? Would you care? Or do you care? If India Love got married or what do you mean? No, like in the aspect of y'all don't want to talk about Maya getting passed around. Like, would oh, you yeah, I see what you're give saying. India Love the same respect then? Uh, she's equally pretty, you know, pretty and I mean, same rumors surround she, her. She ain't, she ain't Maya. She ain't Maya at all. I, but, but, yeah, I felt like Maya, uh, I mean, we got the rumors and all that stuff, but it wasn't out there, out there, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't clear as day that, you know, this rapper got his arm around her, and you know they did something, and then she with this rap. Yeah. It wasn't like a Sierra situation. It where also, there also she was wasn't going, social media at that time like it is now either. Yeah, that's But true. even that's, now, you don't see Maya cuffed up with nobody. You barely see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ever. So... So yeah, I mean, I mean, it, I think it's one thing when you it seems like you're doing it for clout, but with someone like Amaya, that's all rumors. We don't know exactly what she's doing yeah. in her time, I, I but you don't a, see her cut up with nobody. I think it's the difference between somebody like her and somebody like a Black China. Yeah, mm. who every time you see her with somebody new and you know all this, it's, it, I feel like Black China is a little sloppy with it. Yeah, yeah. Maya's a little to me. She's a little classy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, I, I will not have a negative word said about my baby girl, Maya. <laughs> Jay-Z. If Jay-Z hit, I'd be disappointed, too. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Really? If he hit, like, recently. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> if it was back in the day, I'm cool with it. But if he hit recently and cheated on me. Would you cheat on Beyonce with Maya? I would. Would you? Yes. I would mm. risk it all for Maya. I don't care uh. if she got a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I would risk it all. You can have the kids, Beyonce. <laughs> but uh, uh, enough enough thirsting yeah. over Maya for yeah. today. Um, <laughs> other things that happened this week, man. Uh, Jesse Smollett is back in the news. Apparently, he's been indicted oh, for this racist attack that he said happened, but apparently didn't. <laughs> um, I'm so confused and upset that we're still talking about this. I thought, like, what happened now? How did he get indicted? I thought it was dismissed. Yeah, I didn't know it was still going on. I thought so, too, but apparently he's able to be prosecuted again for it, and they're going to see if a uh, jury is going to indict him or, or charge him, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on here. Let me know when he goes to court. It must yeah. be really slow I'm, in Chicago news. I'm, I'm, I kind of feel some type of way about this. Like, remember, we was talking about the whole Gale thing, people... Going, going in too much. I don't know. I feel like this should have. This I know what he did was wrong and it was inconvenient, but I feel like they're going an extra mile for this guy. Like I don't. I think if he was white, I don't. I think they would have swept it under the rug and probably kept it going. But I felt like they just keep pulling at this guy. And remember, you know how I felt before. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, if this dude that type of thing, he he lying. He making accusations that's not true and mm-hmm. bring it he bringing all type of shit to the table that wasn't true but now it's just it's like man like i i don't know i just don't feel right just bashing this dude now it's like all right he he been embarrassed 
he lost his. He pretty much did. He lose his job. I think he lost his. Yeah, role at some point. Yeah, but the show is already ending. So. Yeah. I mean, I agree that it's a little too much now, but at the same time, I also feel like, you know, it was very weird how he just got off and it was just people acting like it never happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, no, you you had a whole lot of people supporting you, yeah. calling out the cops, and yeah, I'm not going to support the cops like they squeaky clean themselves, yeah. but I mean, shit, you did report this like it was an actual crime. Yeah. Since you were a high-profile celebrity, that probably put it up the priority list for them to solve, yeah. and then you faked it. Yeah. So I, it's hard for me to have sympathy for him because I'm like, okay, you did all this shit, you got on TV and cried, and now we're supposed to just act like you know it never happened because you just somehow it got swept under the rug anyway. Yeah. And they close the files and you can't even look at them now. So I, the whole thing is weird to me, man. It is. I feel like if he at least just paid a fine, yeah, we would get over it. But the fact that he just kind of did it and then walked away. Yeah. It's just kind of weird, man. But I don't want I'm not saying he should go to jail. But at the same time, I, I'm not saying nothing should happen at all because, I mean, this is his fault. Yeah. He had to do that. There was no reason to do any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Except for clout. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I got, man, on that shit. Uh other shit that happened, speaking of conspiracy theories, we have two juicy ones, maybe. Mm-hmm. Number one, James Brown may have been may have been killed. I've been um, hearing about this for a minute. Yeah. Apparently a uh what's going on here? Um Atlanta prosecutor is looking into James Brown's death. After meeting with the woman who claims to have evidence that the musician was murdered, um, he allegedly died from pneumonia. But now apparently they have recovered a green plastic storage bin full of items that are evidence that James Brown was actually murdered. And apparently his family has been saying this for some time. So interesting because I'm conspiracy theory guy. And I never even heard of this being a possibility. Really? Yeah. Maybe Damn. I'm just not looking into it. But I never heard of him being killed. That is very interesting. Yeah. I, uh, the one thing I heard, um, I heard he was killed by a mob. I heard he was maybe, um, I guess, a mob or mafia or something like that was trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why or what, but... That's the one thing I kept hearing about. I never really looked into it, but I've been hearing about that for a couple of years. Hmm. So I was I was kind of shocked when I seen this. I'm like, oh, this is really official. But you know, we always got conspiracies whenever somebody die. Yeah. So I, that's what I thought it was. I'm wondering why it took so long to, to get be, this. Then that's really yeah. really weird. Yeah. Um. Other thing, other conspiracy theories. Apparently, a man believes that Tupac Shakur is still alive in New Mexico, and he <laughs> faked his death. And this man is making a documentary on this theory that Tupac is actually alive and is coming out. I don't know when, but somebody named Richard Garcia is playing Tupac in this movie. Hmm. So, would you see it? Yes, actually, I would. I would kind of. I kind. I would rather see this than the other one. I never. I still haven't seen the two. It was movie. terrible. Wait, did I see it? I can't even remember if I saw it. Yeah, I just heard about it with the whole iPhone oh, I don't think six I did. the movie. Yeah, it was hilarious. But um, I didn't see that movie. Never mind. Yeah, I didn't I see, see it. it. But I would definitely go out out the way to see this. 
this is pretty interesting, man. <laughs> yeah, I would be interested to see what he had to say. What would y'all do if it ended up Tupac was actually alive this whole time? I don't even know. My mind would be blown. Would you take him out your top five? No, I think I would. If someone discovered that Tupac was alive, he would have to speak after a certain point. And I would need to hear his explanation before I would just remove him from my, my top five. Okay. I would need to know why. Why Why did you hide and for why so long whenever the, like, he could have came back a long time ago if he really wanted to. Because the law, how long is you the law? You could have been the like, president, Tupac, according <laughs> to your fans. Yeah. <laughs> this would be one hell of a life we lived. Yeah. Like, just think about everything that happened throughout this lifetime. Like, and I'm just naming shit for the past couple years. Okay. Donald Trump being president of the United States of America and Tupac being alive after all these years, that's one <laughs> hell of a life, man. Just imagine you being 70 years old sitting around, sitting in a rocket chair telling your grandchildren this. That's wild. That's for real. And I just named two things. There's been a lot of... Cr- <laughs> hey, I just named two things that happened in the past couple years. <laughs> we would live... Uh, like, our life will be... We probably lived in the best generation ever if that happened man that if tupac was alive that would probably be the craziest thing that ever happened in my life yes probably in history of anything yes tupac (laughs) being alive after you know we made statues this nigga we fucking they had a hologram made schools of him made holograms like worshipped him named him put him in the rock and roll hall of fame yes if he he was still alive (laughs) and just chilling in Las Vegas somewhere the crazy part about it the theory been going on for years yes about him being alive Suge Knight himself has said several times that Tupac is still alive yes and we just thought he was bullshitting yes and we don't do that with people like Biggie yep that's very true people like Easy. we know why Easy died all that stuff but we never do that with anybody else to this stature of Tupac. That's wild. Him just really sitting back, like seeing how niggas acting. Just imagine. <laughs> just Im- <laughs> now that he, hey, I knew. Oh, he went. He he wasn't never real. Oh, Look how man. he acting now, talking all this mess. What if he gone. came out and Ima- started dissing Biggie and all? <laughs> like picked up no, exactly where he just, left off. Just think about. Just think about his first comments. Just explaining everything. Oh man! Just imagine that first TV off, reporter. They try to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tipping Hennessy for thirty years. <laughs> they don't make Alize no more. Oh, that would be man. nuts, man. That would be crazy. Just imagine, I would love to be, just sit back and just pull pull up Twitter on my TV and just scroll. Tupac's scroll. still alive. Yes. That would be so All wild, the memes. Man. <laughs> just imagine all the memes. <laughs> that would be I so wild, hope he's, man. I kind of hope he's alive I think now. we've talked ourselves into yes. hoping that he's alive <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Just for the fuckery, man. Yes. It will be insane. Fred Davis think he alive. Yeah, he does. He thinks he's in Cuba, though. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I like I said, I'm open to anything, any interpretation, any theory I will at least hear out. So I do want to hear what this film has to say, but I think we'll quickly know if it's bullshit or not, man. So yeah. we'll see. It's called Tupac, The Great Escape from UMC. And is coming out. I don't know when. I think it's a tentative date, but hopefully this year, so we can talk about it on the podcast and make jokes. 
Um, anything else, y'all? Um, that's uh, all I could think about for this. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, no, I was trying to think of something. Power. Oh yeah, fuck you. Got to talk about power. So they say this is a bit rich town. Yes. Yeah. I should pull up the fucking power thing songs. This is the don't end pull up, of. Hey, don't pull up the Trey songs one. Did you see um, Cisco <laughs> inquired about doing the next chapter theme song? Oh Lord, I was just. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was just listening to Drew Hill not that long ago. I love Drew. They Hill. had some good shit. I really love them. I can't lie, y'all. I, I was kind of sad to see that it was over. I mean, it's not over, though. But it is. <laughs> like, power I'm, never I'm, ends. I'm sorry. Hashtag. I'm not about to watch all these chapters. Like, it's just not going to happen. You can they, watch the next part. Not all of them. There's too many. They they ruled out. They, like, rolled out, like, five, six chapters that's coming after this. I'm like, there's no way. I'm going to sit here and watch. Unless all the chapters have one season. I can see that. But if, they, if they're going to do each of these next chapter spinoffs, like, Power... Like a series of se- you know a series of seasons and, and it's not gonna work out for me. So Sorry. wait 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 wait. First off, let's talk about the finale. Number one, props to Figgy. You were right. You called it. Tariq did kill Ghost, mm-hmm. and Tosh took the blame. Now yeah. she's in prison and he's in college. <laughs> <laughs> so explain actually what y'all thought of the final episode. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I do think that um that they left out some details that they chose to bring up in like these final episodes. Like for instance, during Paz's episode, I don't know if Figgy wanted to give a recap first, but um in Paz's episode, which was for like the first ep- first or second episode of this season, second. yeah, um Tasha appeared in her episode and was telling like basically ghost left pause some money and left angela's family some money and at the end of that episode uh tasha had and pause had an exchange and possible and uh tasha was telling pause like take the money just take the money don't be so prideful girl take the money and in this last episode the way the season ended they never mentioned that one time they mentioned how Tasha didn't get anything and Ghost's, you know, Ghost's will. But I thought, like, they did a pretty good job at making sure that details added up in certain episodes. Like, they backtracked. But in that, I think they they failed. That should have been mentioned, I think. Because, for one, I was, I was still surprised. Unlike a lot of the public, I was still surprised that Ghost didn't leave Tasha anything at all. And then for the fact that he didn't leave her anything at all, I think they should have definitely highlighted on the fact that he left Paz and Angela's family something. But they didn't. I think they forgot about that. Um, The way the story unfolded, I think, um, you know, I knew Tariq, like, it was was very predictable. I think Tasha hadn't Tasha had done some stupid stuff throughout the season, but her trying to frame this brand, this brand new random guy that they brought into the sixth season, anyways, was stupid as hell. Like, um, he had an alibi, and every, you know, all the memes and stuff were floating around about him and how he should have. You know, that's one thing they learned from the whole season is make sure you have an alibi. But I don't know. I thought it was good. I was. I can't lie. I was sad to like that it went off, and I was like, dang. And you know, all these um, 
all these spinoff series that they have coming now going forward. I, I'll, I'll definitely be watching Tommy's for sure. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, it, I guess it just depends on how they, they plan these out. Like, if they're going to be multiple seasons at a time, each chapter, there's no way I'm watching all that shit. But if it's like one season per chapter, you know, one season per story, then I, c- I could probably do that. All right. So you're not looking forward to the Mary J. Blige and Method Man and Tariq and <laughs> Tasha uh, story continued? I I am, and it, I, it's really just the way that they're gonna they're gonna unfold it. Honestly, I'm interested to see how Mary Mary and Method Man are going to play into this series. Like, what is their role going to be in the series? But um, I, I I can't watch six seasons of just that, and six seasons of just Tariq, and six seasons of just like I, I'm not gonna be able to do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think they will draw you in, but we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how they roll it out. Yeah. Now, Figgy, like I said, you called it, man. What were your yeah. thoughts on the final episode? Uh, I thought it was okay, man. It was good to get some closure on who really shot Ghost and killed him. But uh, like I said last week, I think we was thinking way too much into it. I, I think it was. I I figured it was gonna be something super simple, and um. I was okay with it, man. I think uh, it was a couple parts that was a little dumb, but um, overall, man, it was it, it, to me the best episode of this um, second half of the season was the um, Tommy episode. I felt like it was way more action in that one, but um, this one, man, the way it ended and um, how it showed Tariq pretty much um, going to school the next day after his mom got killed. Uh, Put in jail and dad did. He just went to school like do 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 like everything was cool. <laughs> I'm kind of glad this was the last episode, and I probably won't watch none of the spinoffs. Definitely the one with Tariq. I I don't, don't want to see him being the, the main guy, and I, he can't hold down a show. He's and not I, a good actor. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna put him in that position. I think he probably gonna be one of the uh, pretty much in the position he in now. But um, I don't want to see him as a big dog. I just, I just can't, man. The, the, the way Power started, he wasn't even the main character. Yes, he was a, you know, he was just one of the kids. Yeah, and for them to bring him towards the front like that, I, I get it. I get that they trying to. I guess um, the way Ghost is, they trying to make a, somebody else that oh, you pretty much raised the ghost no matter how you did it and. You know, even though they not in the streets, you still raise the ghost type yeah. of guy. But it, I ain't want to see Tariq as a, a a big dog. I don't think he deserve it. <laughs> I think they could have did so much better stuff uh, rather than making him a, a drug dealer. But um, overall, I think um, I think it was okay. But my I think some some of the takeaways throughout the whole series is. All of this stuff is Tasha's fault. <laughs> Damn. She the one said, no, I want you to deal drugs. I like this yep. lifestyle. Very mm-hmm. true. He w- he been trying to get out the game from season one. Mm-hmm. That's why he been going so hard with the club things. He want to. It was a bunch of times throughout this whole series where he tried to get out. Yeah. And he kept getting, truth. He kept. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept getting pulled back in. Yeah. So I think one of the main reasons was because of her. She wanted that lifestyle. She liked him being a street nigga. And after a while, she didn't like it. So I think I think all of this is because of Tasha. <laughs> I 
mean, it started off that way. I felt like she was definitely more of a villain in the first season. But after that, I feel like they kind of made her more sympathetic. Like she was supposed to be the good guy. But I think it starts off with her really not wanting Ghost to leave the game, honestly, which led him to cheat. And let all this shit to go on. So he been trying to get out for the longest. Even get with um Angela. Yeah, he was trying to get out of that shit and couldn't. And that's really the reason why he liked Angela because she saw him as more than a drug dealer. Where that's yeah. all that Tasha saw him as. Yeah. Tasha saw him as ghost. Yeah, uh, Angela and he called saw him her a Jamie. chicken head too. <laughs> Wait, did he? Yes. Ghost caught her. You ain't gonna. What did he say? You ain't gonna you, be nothing but a you, chicken head. You, or you ain't be, nothing but a chicken. Like you wouldn't even be in that this position if it wasn't for me. You would be a, uh, just another chicken a head in the hood. Chicken head or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh my I'm goodness. Like, oh shit. See, and this they, is wild. They they made they changed their characters so much later on. Like Ghost became a complete scumbag, and then Tasha was like an angel. Yeah. He seemed dumb so, too, man. Yeah. Because he, Ghost was the smart guy. Yeah. That was ahead of everybody ahead of every move but he's just saying dumb so that's the other part I had a problem with him getting shot like that Ghost would have been 10 steps ahead mm-hmm. if this was season 2 yeah he just saying like he just got caught slipping like that I know that was his son but he would have been smarter than that man and for that, him to go out like that it's just like man and I thought if I'm not mistaken in Tommy's episode Ghost said let her go in the last episode, he said, let him go. Like, there was a difference in who he told Tommy to let go, if I'm not mistaken. Unless I just misheard in Tommy's episode, I thought he said, let her go. And then this episode, he said, let him go. It's, I mean, from what I heard, they changed this ending. They shot a few different ones. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe, like, probably not until the last minute they decided which one they were going to go with. Yeah, I think they had several different scenarios for how they wanted that series to end, yeah. and they wanted to keep people on their toes. So it wasn't until the end they said, "Okay, we just gonna go with the basic." Yeah. Tariq killed him. Tasha took the blame. I yeah, that and see, that's one of the problems I had with this show, man. I felt like they start playing up to the crowd. Yeah, at this point, they start playing up to Twitter because remember um, back when Holly was on there. Everybody hated Holly. Mm-hmm. Everybody on social media said Holly gotta go. Hashtag Holly gotta go. And what happened? Tommy killed her in a. Uh, it was a weird way too. He choked her to death. Yeah, I didn't even think she was gonna die. Yeah, she, I, like the way it looked, it looked like she wasn't supposed to die. To the point, I sat there. I'm like, wait, is she dead? I don't <laughs> think he. I don't think he meant to kill her. Yeah, I, it just the way it seemed like because power is pretty predictable mm-hmm. just that whole setting didn't seem like she was supposed to go out that way yeah so um yeah i felt like they planned up to the crowd a little bit i feel like they do that except for the one instance where the crowd won something the most and they didn't give it to him Tariq being the fucking main character and doing all this shit ever since Tariq started becoming a bigger character people hated him yeah no one likes Tariq. Mm-hmm. Yet the show was determined to make him the main character, to make him this big figure, to make him this guy who's suddenly important in the game now. Yeah. And that's that's why the whole series kind of fell apart to me. I feel like you can you can tell the story of the sins of the father get passed to the son. I get that story. It's a good story. You could have told it better than this. 
You didn't have to have Tariq be so obnoxious and do everything that just annoys everybody. Just, just the yeah. sip and lean. Yeah, the whole just acting like a punk ass kid in general, yeah. but somehow lives <laughs> outlives everybody and everything. Yeah, it, it's just annoying, man. And it grow like the audience got tired of it. I feel I got tired of it. That's why I dipped out because I saw how where this series was trending. And for it to end like that, for Tariq to kill his own father, yeah, like it's just, and then shake it off, like yeah, like nothing like happened. Didn't happen. You can tell though, like I will give him the credit, the actor the credit that you can tell that he he did just shake it off and kept going because he, he didn't have no choice. But at the same time, you could kind of tell that it did mess with him. Like he he, I think he played that well as far as like shaking it off, going to school, doing all that. But you can tell like. He still played the role of it affecting him a little bit, even though he wasn't crying or nothing. Like, you could still see the emotion behind it. It's just weird. If you look at the series from the beginning, you'll feel weird saying, oh, oh, Tariq really kills him? Why? And this the other part. I was just about to say that. Ghost ain't really do much to uh, to make Tariq kill him. Nothing at all, honestly. That's what I'm saying. What, gave him a great house, a great life? <laughs> Yeah, and it wasn't that bad. Kept I just, lying to him. I understand, yeah. I understand, you know, some people don't get get along with their dads. Everybody go through that. But enough for him to kill his dad, to me, I think that was a little too far. It wasn't, wasn't nothing that serious. Yes, he left his uh, mom. Yes, he lied to him a couple times. But to me, I was just over the top to kill his dad. I would expect that. for his best friend killed. Kane. Yeah. Yeah, I would expect that from um like a Tasha. Because Tasha, they 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 been through it all. You know what I mean? And especially the way it goes with straight and Tasha towards the end, calling her a chicken head. And muffling rat. her in the head. Yeah, just little stuff like that. Oh, I want a divorce now, I'm moving on from you and nobody gonna stop. Like that's more reason to kill ghosts. Maybe she think he got the insurance money or something like that. But Tariq, he had no reason to kill ghosts. So I just didn't understand that. It's weird, man. Because I feel like going back to their initial beef that they had, I feel like if you put most kids in his situation where it's like, okay, you have this beautiful high-rise apartment in New York. You're a rich kid going to a prep school, and you find out your dad's a drug dealer. Would that really be the end of your world? Or you'd be like, hey, all right, I understand. Yeah. Let's get this money together. Like, <laughs> would you really just hate your dad for being a drug dealer? Like, it, the whole yeah. thing is just weird to me, man. And then and then I feel like if somebody was really in that situation, they would, if you really didn't like your dad, you probably stopped dealing with him. Mm-hmm. Why is you still coming up to the club? <laughs> he, he was still dealing with him. If anything, he would probably stay out in the streets and do his own thing. Mm-hmm. But he kept dealing with us, so I I just didn't get why he wanted to shoot him so bad. So are you done with the series and the spinoffs? I'm done with the series and the spinoffs. Okay, we're marking this podcast. (laughs) So when the next season comes, yeah, I'm not watching. Man, it's too. Yeah, this is probably the one show I spent too much time on. Okay, this is a show I had to watch every Sunday Mm -hmm. when it dropped. And I, I never did that before. Usually I like to binge watch, but this is the one show where I say, oh, Sunday, all right, power. I've been doing that for, what, the past how many seasons? Yeah. So I'm I'm not doing that with and no other show. Pro- the only show I probably do that with is, is um, Godfather of Harlem. Okay. I think that's a good show. I actually watched that show live, but um, 
Yeah, I'm done with it, man. But overall, I would probably give this show a. Uh, I would give it the show a solid B. Okay. I think it was a good show. The the past couple seasons was pretty bad to me, but a lot of people feel like they you know the past couple seasons was good. But I would give it a solid B. I think the show started out super strong. It had a lot of momentum, but I think once a lot of people got on board with it and started live tweeting and all this other stuff. Then that's where it kind of took a drop. Yeah, Game of Thrones syndrome. <laughs> what about you? What would you get the entire show, Jasmine? Uh, I liked it even when y'all said it sucked. So a plus. Nah, <laughs> I give it like a B. I give it like a B minus. That's the same thing that Figgy gave it, didn't he? I just uh, gave it a solid B. You said B. I okay. would give it. But I'm trying to compare shows. I don't, I was at least giving it a B minus. I was trying to think of a show that I would give an A to. Yeah. But I, I Just don't looking at the know. overall series, like yeah. from front to back, everything. I think it was a good, like, I think it was a cohesively a good series. Like, I liked it. Um, again, I think that I would only invest in the Tommy spin. I, I need to know how they're planning to do this because mm-hmm. there's no way I'm finna watch every single book person's chapter if it comes with a series of series of series of seasons okay but i definitely i want to see how tommy ends up i want to see how they um because they kind of they kind of ended his chapter uh, well you knew that something was like he was going to be a part of something so i, I would be interested to see how he, he went did. to california yeah but then where did his mom go his house was just empty like certain things that didn't like his story was left really unfinished and, and see that's where i think it's going to come to play when his series or whatever come out because he fell out with his mom his mom says she don't want anything to do with him mm-hmm. and also ghost gave her some money oh okay got, so she got a lump sum from ghost yeah and also that um yeah he, she said that she didn't want anything to do with him tommy because she assumed that tommy did it yeah but tom but now that tasha's in jail is that gonna tie into Tommy's story now is, is it, he gonna reconnect with his mom is something gonna come of that the Italians all of them not dead like it, it could you know all that like there's there's a lot of empty holes left and I don't know if the writers are just they didn't they don't care to fill them like they don't care to 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 give us the story behind all these empty holes they may not but I think that Tommy has more to offer than like Tariq. I think I agree with you in the sense of like that was an internet favorite. So they took Tariq and ran with it when they didn't necessarily have to do that. But like Tommy was a main character. Like, you know, certain people were main characters. Tate, I don't care about Tate. Like, I don't (laughs) I don't care to see what happens to him in his campaign. Like he's not big enough. He didn't play big enough of a role in power for me to be invested in his storyline. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I think um, to um, piggyback off what you said, I think I think they left it open for a purpose. Usually, if if it they announced a lot of spinoffs um, before the show even ended, mm-hmm. but um, usually a show will end and that's it. So we will be left with a, oh, what happened to this or what happened to that. Use the way it ended. A lot of shows usually just end like that. Mm-hmm. So I think they, um, I think it was a reason they left that part open. Mm-hmm. If Tommy, if Tommy do have his own show, I think, I think it'd be a point in time where his mother may go out to Cali to meet him or something like that and forgive him, and she yeah. might be in the game too or something like that. Or the Italian crew might end up out there finding out he out there. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I think it's a bunch of ways where they could connect all them dots. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think the way it ended is it's a normal way of uh, of a show ending. Because if you look at some of our favorite shows, we always had them questions like, damn, what happened to this? Or they never discussed that. So this to me, this one is no different. But I think uh, with them having all the spinoffs ready or in the works, I think it's a little time. It's, it's enough time to connect those dots. It's possible. Um, I also kind of feel like they might just not even follow through with all these spinoffs. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, they're going to look back because I think 50 Cent's kind of moved on. He's yeah. got a new show on ABC coming out soon. It looked pretty good. I think it dropped. Yeah. I, I, I kind of. It might be already that. out now. Yeah, but, the first episode came out. So I think he's kind of moved on as well. I think he's focused on bigger, bigger and better things. I think people have power fatigue right now. Mm-hmm. And these, these spinoffs, not everybody's going to watch this shit. Because yeah. number one, you have to watch the original six seasons to even get into these spinoffs. Yeah. yeah. So that's a heavy investment to ask somebody to do for a new show. That's why yeah. I can kind of, I kind of feel like, like you, like you're saying or whatever. Like the show, they just left it because it. That's how a normal show would end. Because there's no way people are gonna go back and watch six yeah. seasons of Power just to figure out what's going on with Tommy. Exactly. Yeah. Like. So I'd really be surprised if these last more than a season, like you said, Jasmine. It, it could be just like an even half-season thing. The ratings are bad, and it gets canceled. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this, I think this is the end of power, basically. Yeah, this is the other thing that kind of bothered me with the whole show, too. The way they uh, release the episodes, how if you subscribe to the Stars app. Mm-hmm. You watch you it on get Saturday. The, yeah, you get the episode 12 o'clock that Sunday. That, that, that uh, You get it midnight. Mm-hmm. That really bothered me because... With shows, I usually, you know, I understand if it come on live and people live tweeted and all that stuff. But it was so irritating to see, you know, as soon as you wake up, people are already talking about yeah. it. Uh, that's to me, I think, I guess it was good for social media. But to me, that was that really made me tired of the show where I was just ready for the end. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through no other shows like that. And I hope none of my favorite shows do the same thing. I think they will. I, unfortunately. I think, I, I think so too. I think that's going to be the new wave. Oh yeah, yeah, people have FOMO. They're, they're just tying into that so that way they can expand on their, their income and their revenue and their streams and uh, their views, all that. Why else would they... They do that. Like, why, why, why does twelve hours make a big difference for you to see it? Because people are gonna live tweet about it, and people want to be able to tweet while it's going on. People want that that first look at things just because FOMO is real. It's, it's just so irritating because I will I will respect it if it was on Netflix and they mm-hmm. had the whole series out. You know, everybody ain't gonna. I mean, everybody gonna be at different parts, but for the simple fact that it come on nine o'clock. Um, every Sunday, yeah, and just going through the whole thing of people talking about it, people complaining about people mm-hmm. talking about it, all this other stuff. It's just, it's just irrit- irritating. That's why I love um, Godfather of Harlem right now because it come on at nine o'clock. It don't yeah. come out early, and a lot of people don't even have uh, was it epics. So um, you could kind of watch it on your own time a little bit without people just getting mad at people for tweeting about all this other stuff. So that's the one part I've kind of hated about the whole power uh, fiasco. 
Yeah, that is annoying. People complain about spoilers all the time with that show, and it was a yeah. spoiler-heavy show, too. Yeah. So if you saw the ending, you would ruin the entire episode for somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully that's not the future of TV. I think that was just a stars thing. They were trying to get a better metric of who was watching it, and if you if you get uh, an app, you know exactly how many people are watching it. Yeah. But if you're relying on the ratings, like you really have no idea how many people are watching your show. Yeah, and Stars so, is not really that that huge of a exactly. network. Too. It's a like a third tier. You got to buy the expanded cable package to get Stars. Yes, yeah. people didn't even know what Stars was yes. into power. Exactly. But, so yeah, I, th- I just hope. I think I think it like, might be the the normal for smaller cable networks, but I don't think HBO will ever do something yeah, like that. Saying. I don't think I just hope ABC. It, yeah, I just hope HBO don't do no stuff nah, like that. They won't. Game Where of Thrones good, was their biggest show, and they had everything released at the same time. Yeah, I I just hope it stay like that. I hope it won't be a thing where it's a good show on HBO, and to have the, to get the episode first, you yeah. got to subscribe to this app well hbo does have a new streaming service coming out soon so i don't know who knows man this whole streaming yeah, era kind of sucks just, now to me it's yeah. just it's just pointless of you know releasing that episode uh on the app where yeah. everybody can watch it and then uh have the an TV official broadcast later yeah, it's, yeah to me it was kind of point i feel so bad for people who don't have the app or don't have the fire stick you just gotta shut off they social gotta media the, man yeah can't a, get on nothing it's fucked up man <laughs> Um. Anything else? Oscar reactions. I was glad that Parasite won, even though I didn't think it was the greatest movie ever, like some people did. Apparently, I'm glad <laughs> it won. Um. I don't know what else happened at the Oscars. I'm not too sure. Anything um, else? Uh, what's his name? Um. Uh, uh, Steve Martin and Chris Rock. I missed. They that came part. out cracking jokes. That's I'm, cool. I, it was. It was kind of cliche because I knew they was uh, I knew they was gonna do the whole black jokes and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. It was a little cliche, but mm-hmm. Chris Rock took a couple shots at the uh, Oscar. I wouldn't even say they shot. See, they probably wrote it. Do y'all think this hostless Oscars is working? Because they haven't had a host for two ceremonies now. Uh, I don't think so. I think you, to me, I think you got to have a host. I mm. think so. I think it'd be a lot better if it was somebody hosting. I might have watched it if it was Chris Rock hosting. Yeah, so that's what I that. think. Yeah, or but even yeah, Dave Chappelle or somebody. Yeah, oh. I think you. I think you gotta have somebody hosting. Yeah, I hardly ever watch the Oscars anyway. I always just catch the highlights or. Yeah. I try. You know, I try the to recaps. watch. Yeah, I try to watch it every year, but I never know none of the movies. Yeah, and the stuff I do know, they never win. I used to go on a run where I would watch every major movie nominated. A uh, funny thing too, Stephen A. Smith was doing post show commentary, and apparently he hadn't watched any of the movies. Oh, really? So he had to watch like nine movies in forty eight hours, Damn. so oh he could gosh. do the Oscars post show on ABC. Damn, which was pretty funny. Why wasn't he preparing for this before? I, like, they didn't I, let him know until forty eight hours before that, that he was going to do gonna the post do show. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. They, they but even, <laughs> I mean, even. I don't know. That's yeah, just, it's yeah, just me, know. but I think he still should have been preparing regardless if he knew it was up in the air. Mm, yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if he just... I mean, if I was Stephen A. Smith, I would not think I was going to do an Oscars post show, Yeah, to be yeah. fair. Because he's so, a sports guy. Yeah. But they have him doing everything now, so bless his heart. I hope he don't get a heart attack. <laughs> With um, that boxing. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, man? We never talked about that either. We didn't, man. That was pathetic, dog. 
I don't know why would you put that out there. That's what really confused me. Like, okay, I get he's old. I get he's not a boxer. But why would you? And to, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Everybody putting these boxing training videos yeah. up. All these rappers doing it. All these other. Everybody wants to be a boxer all of a sudden and put their video on Instagram. And Stephen A. Smith had the worst one. Yeah. That what was that weak ass uppercut? That's slow. And he and said we, that he had surgery, like some kind of hip surgery because of some rotator I, I cuff know, thing. He had the shoulder surgery, yeah. too. Yeah. But he like, was punching down. Yeah. I don't I don't get why he would put that video up there. Why he thought that looked good. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was bad. Now, now, to be fair, was that a, like a real boxing move or if, if it was or was it some type of technique to work the shoulder or something? I hope it was a technique because that was yeah, definitely not a because it wasn't a boxing punch. move. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was thinking that too. But <laughs> even even if it was something, why would you put that it's up? Still there? A little, it's still a little bad. Yeah. I, I want to put that up. Maybe he, it he is. Definitely shouldn't have. But some at least type of technique. Stephen A. Smith is like the greatest meme that doesn't know he's a meme. Yes. Everything he does goes viral, but he doesn't really yes. get why. I don't think. <laughs> I love his memes, man. He's hilarious, man. He's hilarious. I'm here to tell you that we don't care. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. He's so funny, man. Like unintentionally funny too. Yeah. Um. All right, let's wrap this bitch up, man. Anything else y'all got going on? Y'all gonna be out and about anytime soon? Want to promote Leroy Cook's thing? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, it's not technically open to the public, but oh, okay. our, our friend of the show will be having a um, artist lounge type of environment, type of type of thing. Um, he's going to drop a new video. Yes. Yeah, he's going to premiere his new video and uh, do a, do a live performance with his band. So yes, that'll be fun on Thursday. This yeah. upcoming Thursday. Yes. Check out Leroy Cook. He's on iTunes, all that stuff. Buy his song and let him know in the comments that Beyonce is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> and let him let him react yeah. and see what he says. We'll be out at, I personally won't be there, but we'll be out at Fiesta Gras in Galveston hey now. on Sunday. And then um, Mardi Gras goes throughout the week in Galveston. And then we'll be out again on Saturday with Mix. So that'll okay. be fun. All right, all right. We'll be on floats and throwing beads out to to the people. Is it gonna streets. be like the raunchy Mardi Gras or the toned down this Mardi Gras? This is a Gras? family, family friendly Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras. parade. I ain't going out there then. I think I heard it gets. I actually, I've been in college like later in the evening. It gets kind of wild in the evening, but okay. during the day, like during the parades, it's family friendly. Oh, okay. It started yeah. breaking out bikinis. Yeah. That's the wildest <laughs> it gets. <laughs> Dog, remember the fucking uh, Girls Gone Wild oh, video? Oh, man. <laughs> I know. We, we that know. like bullshit, don't it? And it used to come out 12 o'clock at night. Dog. And we, we used to be like, ooh. <laughs> that, was, that, that was our porn hub back in the day, man. <laughs> Wait until the middle of the night for the Girls Gone Wild commercial to come, to come on. on. They just flipped their <laughs> bra up. <laughs> That was it. Niggas really paid 40 bucks <laughs> plus shipping and handling oh, yeah. for a 30 minute video with random average white titties. Yes. <laughs> I 
Oh, remember man. BT Uncut? Oh yeah, that was a oh, that man. was man. That, man. that was actually worth the price of admission. Yes, <laughs> I think the greatest thing about BT Uncut is it will be normal videos that play throughout the day. Yeah, but these will be the uncut yes. versions of it, and you wouldn't even see this one before. Yes, like, where you'd be like, damn, I ain't know. Remember Ludacris? <laughs> um, um, headstand. I think it's headstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know he had a video for that. I didn't mm-hmm. either. That's okay. I'm like, damn, it was just straight up in the strip yep. club. I'm like, damn, you seen the $1 bills <laughs> sliding down the girl vagina and shit? Oh, I'm like, man. oh, shit. I'm sitting there as a kid, got it on mute. Yeah. <laughs> got it on real low. And then I got the uh, the previous channel on Cartoon Network, <laughs> just in case. Yo, yeah, you have to fast flip action. As soon as you hear something, you just flip it on Cartoon Network. <laughs> Good old BET Uncut. Another thing that Oprah ruined. So she damn did you, Oprah. Ruin that. Yes, she, she did. Oh, credit man. card. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nelly. Tip Tip drill. Oprah just ruined every. Oprah and Gail just ruined everything for us. <laughs> damn. Take a, take a black man down, yeah, man. Yeah, take another black man. That's, another, that's a great point. You took down Nelly. She yes. did take and down Ludacris. Nelly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ludacris. I didn't, I didn't know about the Ludacris. The Ludacris thing was crazy, man. Dang. Like, that was at him at the top of his game, randomly went on with an Oscar winning movie. Yeah. And then she just tore him down the what show was, for no reason. For what? I mean, what was the actual reason though? Because his content? Or? Well, she he went on to promote the movie Crash with the whole cast there, by the way. And then Oprah basically asked him why he calls women bitches on his songs and why he says nigga and why his music oh, is so misogynistic. Man. And it's like, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. That's yeah. a different conversation. Talk about the movie at least a little bit, but yeah. she grilled him and him alone. So yeah. that he was banned and everything, yeah. right? Yeah, that was crazy. So it, it was wild. But anyway, yeah. long tangent. Figgy, where you gonna be at, man? Anything special going on? No, nah, I'm chilling at the house, man. All oh, right. I want to give a special shout out to my girl Lisa Ann, man. Oh, she got me a book, man. Oh, she sent me a yeah, book. Yeah, that's right. That's oh, yeah. right. She signed. Not only she sent me the book, she signed it, put my name on it, and everything. Said yeah. she loved what I'm doing. Blah blah blah. So, um, yeah, shout out to Lisa Ann. Shout out to Lisa Ann, man. I was te- I was texting her too. I'll be texting her. Oh damn, I'll be texting her. And um, she she's supposed to be in town in like a week or two towards the oh, end of the shit. month, so we might have a special guest. Yeah. I hope so, man. I hope yeah. so. I, I definitely. Ryan is so look, excited. Man, I definitely am. I definitely. Yeah, am. Ryan can't even stand up now. I, look, I just hope she don't want to talk about fantasy football because I don't play that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I th- at first, um, now she was on. I don't know if you hip to the All Out show that's on um, Shade Forty Five. Mm-hmm. But um, she was on that show, I want to say last week or two weeks ago. But um, they wasn't talking no fantasy football. Okay, I think I think it was kind of open. Okay, cool. But I don't know how. I know you. I know you are porn expert. Yeah. So I don't know if she's gonna get. I, I don't know. She could. I I, I, I think have so. I I have different levels of questions depending on how open she's going. Yeah, be. I was about to say, what type of questions? What what's the spiciest question? You the ask? spiciest question is which porn stars left the game because they are HIV positive. Oh, she ain't about to give that up. <laughs> That's oh the spiciest gosh. one. Yeah she, yeah, she ain't gonna get that up. She, she I think they tried to uh, on the all out show. I think they asked her um, who some c- c- celebrities she might have messed with. She's and she not wouldn't give say it. That. Of course yeah, not. That's what I said. I don't think she's gonna. I would ask her some general things like, 
uh, on percentage, how many porn stars do you think escort on the side or something like that? Or okay. how do y'all really make y'all money? Or stuff like that. Just things about the business. I See, I, I have different tiers, okay? I'm not yeah. going to bring out okay. that from the get-go. No, no. I, I know that. But, I was just wondering what type of spicy questions would you ask? I would ask about specific porn stars that just disappeared and I have no idea where they went. Naomi Russell. People like that. Kanye <laughs> shot her out, man. Where is she at? I'm, I'm getting too much into porn. Sorry. Yeah, but. yeah I, w- I would probably ask her stuff like, um, when was the the one time she felt really, it was the time she felt really uncomfortable mm-hmm. doing set scenes with a certain person. And st- stuff like that. Because as a consumer, as a customer, it looked like they just having a good time. Yeah. Like, yeah, they get to have all the sets they want, but. At the end of the day, it's still work. Mm-hmm. And they probably doing it with somebody they might not care for or find attractive. But, you know, they they getting a lot of money for it. So I wonder, you know, if it was a time, you know, she felt uncomfortable or was it an awkward time when they, you know, had to f- do a scene? Yeah. Lisa Ann's just so nice, though. That's the she thing. is super I think she cool, just man. She that. is a sweetheart, man. Yeah, she definitely is. So hopefully we can get her. We can have a wholesome conversation, too, okay? It won't be yeah. all just ass and dick questions. It's mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but shout out to Lisa Ann, man. Shout out to Lisa Ann. Yeah, that, that's real dope. You, hook, you She got you hooked up like that, so that's cool. Yeah. And also find Figgy at the Figgy Fig on social media. He is on the in the loop. You know where he is. You already probably listened to the show anyway. So yeah, <laughs> um, you can find me at the at Houston Rocket on Twitter. Ryan Rocket on Instagram. I ain't got shit going on, but you know, appreciate y'all fucking with the podcast. Um, next week. I don't know what the fuck we doing next week. (laughs) (laughs) But hopefully we got some guests down the pipeline. We're going to surprise y'all like we always do. Yes. Shout out to Brandon Scott for promoting the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, Last week we had a really good show, I thought. Um, We got some good traction on some things. So appreciate everybody interacting, solving our J-Lo debate. Yes. And also chiming in on the Gail King thing. We appreciate y'all interaction. And if y'all have anything y'all want to talk about on the podcast, let us know. And we'll mix that stuff in. So, yes, sir. For my man Figgy and for the lovely Jasmine, I'm Ryan Rocket, and we out. Gotta say peace. Peace. <laughs> peace. <laughs>